Podcast on the mic, you got Corey, and here with me is Mr. G. Wagwan. Hey, hey, it's been a minute, man. First episode of the year. Happy New Year, people. Happy New Year, smiling sufferers. Um, a lot has happened, man, in the last couple of weeks. A shitload. And, um, but you know, as always, we like to start with Afrobeat, uh, the latest in Afrobeat. By the way, that was Kuleyon by uh, 
Naira Marley. I think he's uh I think Naira Marley's starting to build like a a very impressive collection of music, not just for him, but his artists. Uh I think we played one of his artists last week, Mo Bad. Uh, that's a that's another very promising artist. You also have Zinoliski. He's also a promising artist. I think he also dropped an EP or an album recently too. Mm-hmm. Um, but his imprint is starting to do some pretty big things. He also has that producer, Rexy Pondebeat, uh, who did KPK. KPK is a huge song right now. Uh, last I checked, it was at the top five on the Apple charts. Um, that's the Kokpoke. I think we played it on there. And as always, you can always find these tracks on uh, Smiling Software playlist on Apple iTunes and on Smiling Software. Just search for it. Search for the Smiling Sufferer playlist. You find it, all these songs, they're on there. Fresh, new, Afrobeat tunes. But, yeah, man. So, outside of that, man, what else is going on in Afrobeat? Um, I think recently, Burner Boy and Davido. Udogu. They, they got into... A bit of a skirmish. Skirkuffle, what do you call it? Kerkuffle. They got into it. Uh, this It was over Christmas, right? Was it, it was a Christmas uh, it was, event. Um, was it New Year? It was in Ghana. It was, it was in Accra. It was New Year's, maybe New Year's, maybe Christmas. It was yeah. New can you can you kind of walk us through what know. happened from what you from what you know? know? All we've seen is one video or two two videos. Um, <clears throat> of one is Davido being his ever energetic energetic person, you know, jumping and people are kind of walking with him outside. Yeah. Um, and the caption says, you know, him and Bernard just had a little thing. Yeah. The other one, which is my favorite video, is I guess showing him at a earlier point inside the club when they started to walk him outside. Yeah. And I mean, they, I think, like, his people. Uh-huh. And, you know, you can tell he's also, like, agitated. And then the camera pans over to Whiskey. Yeah. He's just drinking his champagne when in his business. Yeah, that background. was, I thought that was funny. Um, but they, they, some people have come up, I, I don't, everybody has come up with different versions. Some versions said they were, David was performing, that Bernie Boy was there, and then, no, David was there peacefully, and Bernie Boy mm-hmm. came and started to cause trouble. Some have said they were playing, they showed a video of David performing, and they said Bernie Boy was upset, they were playing the video song, but which I, I do think that's BS because I'm pretty sure I've seen a video of Bernie Boy also performing at that same venue that same night. I think whoever yeah. organized it had everybody coming, so I'm not really sure playing somebody's music is the trigger i'm pretty sure it was just a you know maybe somebody decided to taunt the other person it was like look i haven't seen on site since this whole um incident has happened but and, I, I heard you know, i heard bernard was bernard on that swung step first. to him yeah though. so you know that's also another thing we've heard is bernard swung first yeah, a lot of rumors a lot of rumors we, really we don't, don't know. know but all we know is we've only seen the video being hurried out of the venue by his people and I don't know if security and Whiskey Star Boy number one just drinking his champagne yeah, and, and minding his business. But I didn't see any <laughs> any images of Burner for some reason. I didn't see anything of Burner but I know Burner was there. Yeah, he, mu- he must have been. Because I've seen videos of him earlier and I've seen videos of him and Whiskey chilling together. So, um, lesson learned there are three and they're three-headed monsters. I've shown you there are three different personalities that you can yeah. in life. There are multiple but one is was if we believe that Bernard did 
attack him, then yeah. that's the aggressor. And Bernard is like, look, man, this thing is beyond music. We have the other personality, which is always the loudest one, which happens to be the person we also have videos of walking out and the, you know, which is the Vito who um, yeah. seems to be a very loud person. And we saw the aftermath of it where he started making videos and yep. saying, I'm going to leave the industry for you people. And Sorry, Wale, can you just give me one second? Sure. One second, please. Um, who dropped the diss track first? Who dropped which, which diss track? Fem came, Fem. Out. Fem Fem came, came out. out before Way Too Big. Okay, so so way too big was the okay. was the first shot. Is that what you're saying? Oh no saying? no no. Okay, Bernard did throw the first public shot when he did a rant. So, Dovito is obviously the. Let's just go with the story that Bernard mm-hmm. was the aggressor. So Bernard comes with his aggressive personality. And yeah. I don't stand for nonsense. Dovito, this who is the victim in this case? If we're going with that story, mm-hmm. does what Dovito does best. He was over energetic in the videos we saw he was being you know he's yeah. rowdy herself and mm-hmm. but then he went on twitter and started ranting about how pe- people want to he's going to stop the music and he's going to leave the music industry for people and you know yeah <laughs> it's, it's like bro shut the fuck up you know and then started this whole too late challenge and once again it's the sign of somebody who wants to always be center of attention because you start a challenge and then you're paying people two millionaire to participate in this challenge and, and wait what was the challenge i don't about? know it was just shouting too late and i don't know what the fuck maybe it's a new slang thing i know what too late is like you know it should mean release like, it or let like it go let it go yeah you get but i don't know if it's a I, new i felt like maybe stuff. he was trying to mock like I, the, the way I, I interpreted it was maybe Tule was something Burner Boy was saying when they were fighting. Like let, like, maybe, like let him maybe go. It's possible. And maybe he yeah. was trying to mock that him. That's very possible. But yeah. then so he so let me play the. This is the video that that Davido dropped on his. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Tule. Tule. Yeah, I'm not really. Strange. It's very strange, and it's like if the story is to believe that you were hit first and you didn't hit back, then I'm not really sure you should be the person coming out to be making videos after. And then the third personality was Whiskey, who just minded his business. Yeah, that <laughs> so, one always minds his business. I do believe I, I I aspire to be that third personality. So, but you can pick which one of the three you want to be like. So speaking of Whiskey, he did drop the ginger video. What did you think? You want make a ginger? Give me the cup. Yeah. I feel like I, I love. I like the video. I we like playing Ayo with diamonds at the end. Yeah, they pretty, were. That was pretty old. That was dope. That was dope. Yeah. I like I like the video. I just I just felt like they could have done even I think more. Also, I'm, like I'm it was hoping Corona too though. Okay, that that's a point. So, that's a good point. Yeah. But um, I just felt like it was in the same uh, warehouse. And yeah, yeah. Everything was shot thing, there. But one thing with but but honestly though, looking mm-hmm. at this without the sound. Yeah, it looks this sick. doesn't it looks really nice. look like a, a, a typical Niger video. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and then one thing I say about Whiskey is actually he reminds me of Rihanna in a way. I can't. No, I don't think anybody can really pull off that outfit. The colorway, I love that. This colorway. one the, uh, with the shoes and everything, except this boy. I really don't think a lot of people like Rihanna wears some stuff where it's like if someone else wore this, this would be super ugly. I know? like, I like the color. But I like the color, yeah. But the, the full outfit, I really think he's like the only one in this Nigerian industry, maybe one of two that can really pull that outfit off. Um, but it's a dope video. It's 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 you know it's not overly in your face. It's not you know like 
it's it's you can see the creativity in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do yeah, know you yeah, wanted yeah. more. I, I was hoping for a bigger yeah, budget. Yeah, bigger. I do think this might have been a decent budget, but obviously, like more outside of a studio, a, a closed space video. But look, it, it works. It works good, man. And you Ninja know, is a jam and shot. and Burner Boy has been has posted like three or four this link or four or five times like mm-hmm. this song and and it just goes back to show that their brotherhood or their friendship is not based off the hate of another man yeah as some have tried to say it's okay. not it's not it's uh, not like it based off of the hate of davido yeah it's not based off mutual hate for davido this their friendship looks very genuine and fun fact this song was recorded before this song was recorded during the time Bernabal was recording his African Giant album. Oh, really? Yes, this song was not just recorded, so, so this is not new. This mm-hmm. is not, oh, let's make a song together because you're hot, I'm hot. The video is not, is nah, nah, nah. This is they they did this because when you watch his Whiskey's YouTube stuff, you see the producer, um, forget his name, talk about how they met and recorded the song. It was while he was recording songs for African Giants. Have you noticed that regular Benz is now like a new flex? Well, regular Benz is vintage now. He's getting to the vintage level because this car is like 1980-something. Yeah, Yeah, so it's becoming vintage. It's over 30 years old now. Yeah, I would would definitely get one of those. I know, it's vintage, you know. A nice, clean Mm -hmm. one. It's becoming... I was probably shot in the UK. I'm it was guessing. it was shot in the UK. Um, he did have a little behind the scenes. Yeah, that's I where they with were. I the Burners, Dior, uh, uh, sweatshirt, and uh, you know, the, 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 I liked it. I, they, they, and they look like they're having a good time. Man. It wasn't disappointing for two two of the three giants. I, I guess if you if you if you put it in COVID context. I can understand why they did this video, especially yeah. in somewhere like Jan. Yeah, and this, shut yeah, down. this was done during that whole period Jan is, too. Jan yeah. is shut down completely, so maybe yeah. I, I'm hoping they can come up with another video. This wasn't it wasn't a bad video though. It was very very stylistically. It was it was I mean that was a nice that's flex a nice now. flex right there. Do <laughs> I play Ayo with, with diamonds. diamonds, man? Come on, man. That was, that was a that nice was a flex. Nice flex. Yes, yeah, style uh, artistically, yes, you know. But I do understand you probably want more. And you know, it was uh, done by Meiji, Meiji uh, Alabi. Meiji's been doing a lot of whiskey videos too. Oh, yes, and he's, uh, he's a popular guy too in the, in the UK. So, shout out to them for that. Shout man. out, shout out, man. Um, what else is happening Afrobeat lately, man? Um, I think that that's the biggest news that has come out of Afrobeat as of recently, right? The yeah, Burner, the Burner um, um, and Steph are still together. For those who are wondering, yes, for the for the people that were that were thinking were that they thinking were going to tank their relationship, it's so funny. The when, girl was going to come in between them. Nah. Whenever I see, oh, by the way, did you see the girls' rant? That's right, it's girls stupid, rant. man. Whenever Everybody just wants 15 minutes of fame. Whenever and I guess see, what? She's done. Whenever I see girls, right, try to out Niger men, especially. It doesn't work. I'm, I'm always like, <laughs> have you not learned? It they, doesn't you remember, work. Remember, you remember those twins that tried to do it with Ote Dola uh, one time? Work. That they, that they almost, they, they, wanted, they almost arrested yeah, them in it Niger. It doesn't work. And, but it's been happening lately. And there was one that happened recently where um, it was a... Uh, Dangote. Dangote. It was Dangote. Dangote. And it was this girl. What was her name? I am Bay Lewis, right? There were two of them. Yeah. I am Bay Lewis. Some girl called I am Bay Lewis um, came out and basically... Wanted to flex. She wanted to flex about... The, her, her life. So the flex was almost a recap of what had happened 
in her life. Now, I don't know what's her follow from what I read or heard or saw when it was happening. What's her following was not that much prior to. I don't think this is the real her, is it, sir? It's her. It's her. She has reduced her some of the pictures that she oh, had on there, but oh, she still has a picture with Dangote on top. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> no, I click on like the videos because her following looks like it's gone back down. Or did she delete? It people? did. I don't think this is her. You don't think so? Yeah, but anyways, her following her her she wasn't getting a lot of attention. Okay, maybe this is her. No, see, there are a lot of spin-off accounts. Ah, uh, they're spin-off accounts. That's yeah. what they're doing. But anyways, anyways, she was not getting as much. I don't know who she was. Um, nobody knew who she was. Well, maybe a few people did. And yeah. she came up one day and decided to talk about just what she's learned from twenty twenty mm-hmm. and. Obviously, name drop. I dated the richest black man in in the world, yes. and that's obviously where everybody caught the like, hey, wait, yeah, what's like what's going, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, and yeah, it's <laughs> Rose. Look, she did. Well, she said she dated him, and she has pictures of them together. Yes. So she said that she learned a lot from. She learned him. a lot from. Oh yeah, he broke her heart into. Yeah, he broke her heart into or something into like that. Something pieces or something like that guy at the end of the day and then she kind of plugged in her new ventures and like businesses and stuff like yeah that. so it felt like she was kind of clout chasing she was clout chasing. but then she didn't stop there she also went on clubhouse didn't uh, she no she, di- she didn't go wasn't no. she on clubhouse so, wasn't she talking about it on clubhouse no so maybe oh, actually oh, so, so well hold on so i don't know if she personally went on clubhouse mm-hmm. now i know a group of some people decided to bring um, Simba. Okay, Who okay. Happened? so yeah. we'll talk about Simba okay. in a bit. Yeah, okay, sorry. It was Simba that came yeah. on Clubhouse. But yeah, so she came out and she was talking about it. I, I don't quite remember if she was on Clubhouse or not. I don't remember too. But then, she might have been. But then what that did was it sparked another girl that came out. To kind of say... Some girl that allegedly... Dangote is currently dating, right? Some yeah, all that's around the one that girls posted a picture of him in the orange. Um, yes, I mean it got it kind of got messy. So she posted a picture of him in the orange. Um, um, um what you call it? In an or, or orange comforter, but his ass was hanging his ass out. Was hanging out. <laughs> okay, and okay. Yeah. So I found it. I found it. So this is Bay Lewis. This is how we started. Bay Lewis in an Instagram post happily revealed: In my thirty-third year, I dated the richest black man in the world. He broke my heart in a thousand pieces. I learned more from him than any person I've ever met. Communicating with a billionaire daily makes you see the world different. You know what? I don't, I don't want to give this too much air, but basically that's the picture of him. She posted the picture of him and Dan, of her and Dangote. Uh, she's this thick girl. I think she's originally from the U.S., right? And she must have yeah, lived. Yeah, she yeah. must have been in Nigeria a lot. But that then prompted. I think she said, oh, you know what? Maybe she did come on Clubhouse. Yeah, I think she because came on Clubhouse. Because they asked her how did she meet him, and there's a story about they met at the Mercedes dealership. I don't know if it's in, yes. in the post, no, but it's I know not that in. story was going around that they met at the Mercedes dealership. Yes. So, so yeah, she, she did come on Clubhouse. Been, and she, she claimed on Clubhouse. She claimed they met at the Mercedes dealership, and that's where they kind of linked up. Yeah. And um, then this other girl came out, some all-around And it girl. was like... The guy yeah. has a type, though. Have he you noticed? Have a type, Tall, yeah. long legs. Yes. Uh, big boobs. Black. Uh, yeah, dark, dark. Dark. Black Americans. Black Americans, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that strange? Then that was what, what, what made some... Well... Okay, and we'll get to get it. To, yeah. We'll get to it. So, the all-around girl comes and is pretty much um, insulting this girl, right? 
that you know she's she basically she 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 was claiming that the girl doesn't know Dangote like that and that she even texted that, Dangote I think Dangote called her a thug yeah trying to claim that mm-hmm. yeah uh, try, trying to claim that she was just cloud chasing essentially basically and then she now posted this picture of Dangote's ass of, and Dangote's ass was out she posted a bunch of stuff in her story of him in a her with him in a private hangar yes private jets yeah i think it was about to buy it or he something funny like that. i mean it was messy and you know and then that's when the the dangote bomb bomb in miami orange miami. so the group was created <laughs> and it's created by a bunch of um popular nigerian twitter yes people yes you know um some controversial some not but anyways they're they were created a group that's the girl now, now um they decided i don't know if it's this so i think a, few, a guy and girl some people shall decided to get simba okay simba yes. happens to be a call girl i guess is what i'll call her yes um yes i don't know too much about simba but, but someone brought her some, on clubhouse she's, she's supposed i don't know if she has an only fans but i think she's a call she girl does she does have an only fans. always in nigeria and ghana a, yeah, a lot she big dates girl. a lot of like Nigerian billionaires and mm-hmm. so they called her to come and talk about just you know dating a Nigerian billionaire and stuff like that and that, that line of work she's in mm-hmm. now some have said the motive of the calling Simba was for her to drag Nigerian men mm-hmm. on Twitter on um, um but they on online mm-hmm. they they did frame it as so I I went on Simba's page and she said she was going to talk sex education that's why she's doing this clubhouse thing but her reasoning for giving a sex talk was would you rather someone who's only had sex like with two people or something like that give uh-huh. talk to you give you sex education rather than someone who's had sex with over 2000 or whatever the number was 200 people yes and it's kind of that's kind of funny to me because sex education is not just about how to suck dick like that's all she was doing she was talking about how to suck dick and yes. stuff like that it's not, i don't really think that sex education yes includes sexual activity but it also mm-hmm. includes stuff like consent it also yeah. includes stuff like preventive measure mm-hmm. but so that they sh- i think they should dead that whole narrative of she came to give sex and talk i think they just wanted someone to come and talk about how it's like to be dating this billionaire yes and, and the, there were a lot of people there were a lot there. of people, there were thousands people now here's there. what happened in the process shorty decides to drag nigerian women yes which a lot of them, from what I heard, I was in there at this point. Uh-huh. I actually wasn't even never in the room, but I was hearing people were just saying what happened. So and, I, and for the don't record, quote me. For the record, she did deny that she was with Oshibanjo. She just said oh yeah, she, no, no, no. The Oshibanjo stuff was they were at an events and they took a picture together. So yes, but anyways, she what I heard, and like I say, you can call me out if it's wrong or whatever. Is that she started to drag Nigerian women? Yes, and make statements about how Nigerian women don't know how to have sex. Uh-huh. Because the reason I'm saying is because that spilled over into our room and we're having that conversation, mm-hmm. the room Yana was in. Yeah. So she said she's been in, what they said, she said was like she's been in like uh, uh, rooms, she's been in situations where she's having three songs with Nigerian women mm-hmm. and, you know, they just, she she's looking at them to... like, what are you doing? You don't know how to, why are you giving her like that? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And I think, so she started to drag Nigerian women and mm-hmm. said that these are billionaires um, that's why they prefer people like people from out of town. Belu, this women that mm-hmm. Dangote seems to prefer. So that became its own thing again in its own entirety yes. where Nigerian women mm-hmm. now got mad. Yeah. So so my read on it was, and I'm glad the way you put it that way because that's like the official, technically what happened. Mm-hmm. 
But here is my read on it. My read was that she was brought on Clubhouse to be like this symbol of like women, sexual empowerment for women. Because there was a lot of these feminists that were on there asking her questions. There are some that I identified like well-known like internet feminists, right? Yeah, I have some of them on my mute list on Twitter. (laughs) And, you know, I remember they were asking all these questions and some people were like, yeah, you know, you're so bold. I like that you just own your feminism. This your, your, you know, like the fact that she's a sexual, she's a sex worker. Basically, they put her on this pedestal. And I think that was what it was. That was what it was. They brought her to like, maybe kind of own her, her, uh, her sex, her sexuality in, in a sense. Which is fine. And I, which is fine. But I think what then happened was that the minute she started talking shit about Nigerian women, yeah. then it made them, look, the it made them look silly because it backfired, it backfired on backfired, them. Because yeah. it was almost like, wait, we brought you on here just so that you can shit on us. And it caused a whole ruckus on Clubhouse. There were like several threads Bro, so on there. So many spin-off rooms. I mean, you don't understand. And, there were so and many two, fights. Two, just let me address them real quick. So me saying I have some of them on my mute list is because this, there's a controversial topic going on right now where somebody said Twitter feminists is it a myth or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I know there are people who are upset about that. I haven't really been in the room to hear what they're talking about. But yeah. why I have some of these people on my mute list is I feel a lot of them are very... Their aim in life is to just be controversial rather than really be mm-hmm. supportive of this movement that we call feminism. So yeah. I once you start being extra or intentionally controversial, mm-hmm. I kind of just don't want to really see what you're about because I feel like everything you do in life, you want to get, you yeah. just want to be controversial. Yeah. And I don't think that helps any movement or any cause mm-hmm. in, 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 in just being an alarmist and mm-hmm. just being, so that's why some of them are muted. But, you know, like you said, um, you know, some some have, and and, and feminism is. I mean, this part is not about feminism, but you know, some have made it clear that you know, feminism is a bit to do whatever you fuck you want to do. Yeah. So if you want to be a sex worker, be a sex worker. Yeah. And some have taken. We're not shaming stance, anyone. On, some on have here. taken a stance that you know, being a sex worker is a stance is is feminism. Yes, it's not the only type of feminism. It's yeah. one type if you want to be, imp- quote unquote, empowered. Yes. I'm not really sure how. Being a sex worker empowers your body, but I'm not a woman and I'm not a sex worker. So yeah. I don't know. Do you mm-hmm. get the same way? I don't know how there are a lot of other occupations that I'm not really sure how that's empowering to your body. Yeah. But I don't agree that. I, I don't agree that. I, I I understand the concept behind it that they have, they, they say they have, um, they have their. They own, I've got, there's a term that they use for it, but basically they have the, the agency to do what they want to do with their body and shouldn't be allowed to be shamed for it. That's all well and good. However, I do think that when we start talking about sex work, I think if you're talking about sex work without also talking about the dangers that may come as a result of sex work, yes. I feel like you're doing people a disservice. I feel like when we try to glamorize things like sex work, I think we are doing people, because look, if I had a child, I wouldn't want her to be a sex worker. And a lot of people wouldn't. So this idea that we try to glamorize this thing and we try to make it seem like, oh, yeah, this is some kind of form of feminism, I personally don't agree with it. Um, if you are going to talk about sex work, I think it needs to be in a way that you're also you're also talking about the dangers that come with sex work. Because a lot of things happen when women go into these places um, that I think people don't really pay enough attention to. There, there, a lot of women that get harmed in the process 
uh, there are a lot of predators out there. Oh, women get raped. Yeah, there are a lot of predators predators out there that do some really really shicey shit. Kidnapped. You always hear of all these stories on Instagram where all like sex workers aren't getting paid. Yeah. You know, like men trying to like swap yeah, them. Like I'm always seeing one story yeah. like that. Almost every other week of in some Niger prostitute. That, it's you know so, anyway, yeah. So, so anyways, they say. Oh, you want to finish? Yeah. So yeah. I I just feel like it it's one thing to talk about sex worker, but I think we we have to talk about all sides and we have to be careful with how we glamorize it. But sorry, go on. Yeah. So, but either ways, I mean, like if you wanna, if you're former feminism and you you it's the hill you want to stand on is. Mm-hmm. Um, sex work so be it feminism allows you to yeah. do whatever the fuck you want to do if that's true being, but don't force it and make it seem like the person who's not fine with sex work or who wouldn't be a sex worker is anti-feminist or is that I can you know a human being can decide they just it's just not for them yeah. doesn't mean they're against the movement so but mm-hmm. like back to this controversial character some yeah. of them is they've stuck on the sex aspect yes. aspect of their version of feminism and the you know man hating aspect or yeah. the so many more i know all of them i don't mm-hmm. i don't know who all the people that organize the room but i did see some names that was like yeah these people are my mute lists you know so but anyways whatever reason it was mm-hmm. either you was sex education even some guys on there that were in that running that thing too i have on my mute list by mm-hmm. the way so either it was sex education quote unquote or feminism women empowerment whatever Either ways, they felt it was okay to bring Simba. Yeah. Um, and Simba came on and it backfired because it, it Simba did. started to uh, 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 abuse Nigerian women. Yeah. And now I heard the, the, these women didn't even say anything to her. They didn't. They and didn't. Which is, which is like, are you stupid? Like, yeah. this is the time for you to stand up and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? However, some people created other. Now you're now going to create spin off rooms to talk about it behind her back? Yeah. And then I think there was a split amongst them too. Because there were yeah. some people that were still defending her. Yeah. And then there were some, some girls if, who were like, what the heck? If, like, how, if, yeah, how you're a Nigerian bring woman this girl and you here? brought somebody who's uh, uh, abusing Nigerian women, which is a false fact that Nigerian women don't know how to have sex. Exactly. That's, it's a false fact. So you guys, all, you guys all gave her this eye service and, and let her talk her shit. And then That's afterwards, go on. Talk, like, at that point, I'll tell you, Simba, shut the fuck up. What do you mean, Nigerian women? Like, but instead, it was just like, what? What I heard, and I wasn't there, so you can call me out, but I wasn't there. But what I heard was they were just quiet. Yeah. So they I'm were. like, huh? <laughs> what is going on? Like, are you guys? That shit backfired you know, but, like a but, bug. But, you know, it is, it is what it is at this point. It and, is what it is. And, you know, it is what it is. It is so what it is. She's she's done her damage. They've made all the spin-off rooms and mm-hmm. made their case. Um, some she people probably got her followers up a little bit. Some people got mad at some of the moderators and said they brought this woman here to attack Nigerian women. Some said they brought her to attack Nigerian men. There's so many theories about the reasoning behind Simba being there. I personally think Simba was just there to give them juicy gist, gist yeah, about man. and get her fo- that, being and a call girl up. in Nigeria, not because of any women empowerment or not because of any sex education. Just because people want gist, people, and she was willing to talk. And so she got attention. She, she got had her attention. She had two, and two to five thousand people listening to her. Once like, again, I'm in support of calling things what it is. Stop hiding behind some certain woke agenda. It's Simba is not. It's just there to do what Simba came to do, and she's done it. So yeah. we're prior to today. I don't think I've 
ever spoken about Simba. And here we are today talking about Simba. Yeah, this is probably going to hopefully my last time. So do you understand? She's done what she wanted to do and she's gained her attention and yeah. she's gone. So you guys learn your lesson next time. Don't, 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 don't <laughs> fall into this. Yo. These people are smarter than you think they are. Yeah. When, <laughs> you, I, when I heard these people shouting at themselves. Yeah, oh, then man, now, now it became up. a gender war in Nigeria. Now it became Nigerians versus Nigerians. And Simba was just, Simba left you people in the room. He man, left. To the arms of the Nigerian billionaire who she's currently with. <laughs> and you guys are arguing. Yeah. You know, so yeah, let's but, do um, better next time, please. But moving on from that, though, um, there was another, something else that came up over the last week or so. It was this particular case that a lot of people were talking about online. It's a... Uh, the managing director of First City Monument Bank Limited uh, in Nigeria, his name is Adam Nuru. I mean, this is on Sahara Reporter, so it's not like I'm stitching on anyone. Some Sahara Reporter, but allegedly, this guy may have been having... But actually, Amor, you know have what? you the children? It's not past allegedly, man. Dude, dude. Anyway, <laughs> but let's use okay, allegedly. So, let me, so allegedly, right? So there's this guy called Tunde Thomas. Mm-hmm. And he has his wife... Who is Moyo Thomas? Uh, I think they, they they've been having issues in the home for a while. Uh, they eventually, I think she separated from him, and she moved to the U.S. She took her kids. Yeah, she has two kids, and mm-hmm. took them to the U.S. And I think in between their back and forth, she dropped it on him, saying something along the lines of, "Well, the kids ain't yours, anyways." Well, he said, um, so they said he had said, um, I think there's a daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. there's a daughter and a son. Something about um, if, if um, when my, something about bride price, I think, or marriage with the daughter. Oh, uh, So okay. she had made jokes like, who even told you is you, they'll come to talk to when it's time to marry her. Like, she's not, the, the kids are not even you or something like that. So it was, it was something along that yeah, line. Yeah, something along the lines of the kids aren't even yours. Um, and what then happened was this guy apparently went through this heartbreak, according to some people. They say he was going through a heartbreak. They say he had been, he tried to move on. Um, the person that she was allegedly cheating with him on happened to be the managing director of a company of, that she works for, of a company that she works for, FCMB Bank. FCMB Bank. That's the First City Monument Bank. His name is Adam Nuru. And so this thing hits online and apparently, well, before it hit, before, I think before it went online, the guy for some reason was going through like some kind of heartbreak. Now they said that he was, he was moving on. He was about to go propose to another girl. I guess he was going to move on with another girl. Right. Mm -hmm. But that something happened and he had a heart attack. He died. Committed suicide. Oh, is it suicide that they say he committed? I, that was the initial story I heard, but um, what's the guy's name again? His name is uh, Tunde Thomas. Yeah, I heard I heard it was, you know, suicide, but maybe that was false Twitter. Okay, so over here, Sahara Potter says, it was gathered that Tunde tried to put the matter behind him and decided to remarry. Remember I said that? Uh-huh. He reportedly suffered a cardiac arrest and died two days to the introduction. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it was a heart it was attack. A heart attack. Okay. Uh, two days to the introduction ceremony of his new girlfriend. And that's when someone now came out and said he died of a heartbreak. So, again, all this is all oh, alleged. Yeah, alleged yeah. All alleged. But the point is that they're saying that this guy was was the father of, no, of, of the kids. And then it sparked this huge debate about paternity They also said her, her, her parents and family knew about this. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and they just they didn't say anything. And, and But you see the kids, and, and those kids look like Adam Nuru, like they're chubby, light-skinned kids. And you see yeah, Adam Nuru is a, is a chubby, light-skinned like, guy. They definitely look like... like and, and Tune Thomas is dark-skinned, you know. Um, yeah, those are the kids. Like, he, they don't have any features of his. Yeah. If we're being honest, like, not at all. Adam Nuru even looks like he may be mixed a little bit. Yeah, and those kids look like, you know, Adam Nuru. But, um, but, you but know, she's also whatever. light-skinned, though. I so it could think, be that again. It's, it's all I also alleged. Think the only picture we've seen of her is her with makeup on. So I don't think we can oh, tell. Oh, so we don't know. Because no, it's that same one picture. So yeah. I don't know how light skin. Come on, look at the guy. Look at the kid. Now this is like <laughs> it's crazy. That's his twin. That boy. Look at the kids. They're chubby. They're, she's not chubby. These this Tunde guy is not chubby. Dude, it's crazy. The kids are chubby. The kids are light skin. Adam Nuru is chubby and light skin with his triple chin. Like, come on now, like. But anyway, that, it, sparked, it sparked this huge <laughs> debate. And I want to get your take on this. But it sparked, sparked this huge debate. Because there were some people that came out and said, look, you have to do a paternity test. If you have any doubts, any question that the kid is yours, you have to go out and do a paternity test, even if it means going behind the mother's back, right? And that's when there was this back and forth. Because then there were some girls that were saying that, if you, ever, if you came and did a paternity test behind my back, and you found out after the fact that those kids or yours then obviously it's not going to work out between us and that's when there was this big debate about okay uh, should you should you be asking her should you get her approval should you do it behind her back and it was just it was just this whole big thing i, I have a take on it wally i don't know if you want to go first so, but what, what's your take a, on, a, on paternity study and i haven't studied that data but a study out there claims three out of ten nigerian Men are not the father of their shit kids. Is wild man, and shit is wild. If true, if that, that shit is wild. Is true, then you're telling me that thirty percent of the population as a father, mm-hmm. you're not the father of the kid. Well, so, why do you think that is? If if you, there's there's this notion that a lot of women step outside of infidelity. the house and that they're better at hiding their so infidelity. there's so many things behind it let's look in looking at being from a very conservative family mm-hmm. uh, as a family a nation you mm-hmm. know um one could be and i'm not justifying infidelity but one could be imagine dating a married to a traditional man who's only sex and knows how to have sex one way and yeah as a woman you want to be pleased in multiple ways and he's refused to do certain things and you see a young man or another man who's re- willing to do it you step out you know also you might be in a loveless marriage, you might be in a, a marriage where you were almost forced into, you're not happy, you might be, there are a lot of things that push you, or you might just be a whole, to be honest, mm-hmm. there are a lot of reasons that push you, but because of the kind of conservative country we come from, not only is that women are easy, hide it easier, we tend to not want to believe women can do such a thing, because mm-hmm. our society paints men as the only you know, the ones who cheat and go out there yeah. and because re- the men are very reckless with it in Nigeria yes. too. So, yes. you know, they don't hide it, you know, mm-hmm. especially in Lagos, it's not a hidden thing. Mm-hmm. But the women, I, we, I believe it's not a man or woman that is a human being thing. I be human beings if given the opportunity and they want to do it, they will cheat. It's not a case of, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's just human nature now. So cheating is a thing and, I, and, and it seems like it's rampant in Nigeria from both parties. Now, the downside to cheating is, um, as a woman, 
you can come back pregnant. Yes. As a man, you can get somebody pregnant, mm-hmm. but you can also prevent it. Um, and if you get someone pregnant, you can convince them to take it out. Now, as yeah. a woman, in a married woman, if you get pregnant, you might not want to take that child out. For another, again, remember we had that conversation about mm-hmm. pro-life and pro-choice. Yeah. As a conservative nation, we're very, very pro-life. Mm-hmm. And so these women get pregnant. And rather than abort, it doesn't seem like an option. They decide to keep the baby. So what you mm-hmm. can do is just try and say, well, I'm already in a relationship. I already married. I'll just pin it on, on this guy. This guy. And, and you think that that's what's going on in a lot of these cases? That's what goes on in all of these cases is these women just pin it on. And then there's also, you know, in Nigeria, like I said, conservative people... When you marry, the first thing pastors do is praying for you to have kids. They don't want to hear that you don't want to have there's kids. There's a lot of pressure. There's to a lot have of pressure too. too. So there's also a lot of pressure too. So they don't want to hear that you don't want to have kids. So whatever the case may be, they get pregnant, they keep these babies, and mm-hmm. then they give it to the men. And they pin them in. Now, as a man, you're obviously, especially when I might have been trying to have kids at one point, or you're just casual, you're having sex with your wife, your wife comes back pregnant, you're not going to doubt her and say, mm-hmm. unless you're. You're fertile. Yeah. Are you in, in, is it infertile or fertile? Yeah, or like, unless you're, you're impotent. Unless you're impotent, unless you're, you're shooting blanks and mm-hmm. you know for sure, then you'd be like, hmm. So you're not going to doubt your wife. Yeah. Kids come out. Babies necessarily don't. When people post pictures of their babies, like, oh, this is my twin. I'm like, nigga, that's a fucking egg, man. Like, you, you can't really see it. You can't really see, you it. Can't really see it. So mm-hmm. babies come out and you can't really see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think the older the child comes is I think until certain features start to show, maybe when they're 10, 11, mm-hmm. that's when people start to see that come. This child is not my child. Mm-hmm. And by the way, she, the more your Thomas has denied that she ever said that uh, the kid kids weren't his she's come out and put out yeah, a statement yeah. and look, denied look that at, we, at have, we have to just say that just but so that we're the, not look at the kids bro and then leaked i know quote looks, unquote leaked messages between her and her her boss to show they were in contact and they had pet names for each other and stuff like yeah, that. yeah now now the affair doesn't now that seems that seems legit yeah, it seems the like there really legit. was there was, was an, an affair, affair. Yeah. so anyways um now so now here's the problem now so you 10 years Later, you see that this child does not look like mine. And, you know, the child doesn't have to look identically like yours because mm-hmm. there's stronger genes, weaker genes, but at yeah. least there are certain features that it might be a smile, it might be mm-hmm. the way the child just stares into the blank space. There are certain things that you can tell, at least this is my kid. Mm-hmm. Now, moving down the line, um, you find out. So you're now faced with a dilemma is you've loved this child for 10 years. You've yeah. cared for this child for 10 years. What do you do? Do you go and find out if it's really your child? And if it's not your child, then how do you react? Now, I think it's like Pandora's box. Yeah. I believe, you know, or, or, or um, you can open it and so much more can come out. Or Schrodinger's cat, where mm-hmm. you don't know if the cat is dead or mm-hmm. not. So your mind plays with you. It's like, yeah. what is going on exactly? I personally would tell people to maybe just let it go. Because you mean like at that point, at that well, once, point once you've already got to love the point, child, you've got to love the child. Would you let it go? I think at that I mean, point, God forbid because, that to you, because at that point, it's like I said, this thing is not happening. This is happening ten years down the line. You've come to love this child. This child is yours. You know, you've you at that point. What do you do? Okay, you do the test. I find that child is not yours. 
you're going to I don't know if I, I feel like I, I can do the, the same I feel like I can do the test still love the child but and not still the hate the mother I hate the mother so now so so <laughs> I have now, to know though now now you do have to. it's it's you know honestly when people Post questions like to me. I tell them honestly, everything I say is hypothetical because yeah, I'm not. You never there. really know when how you're in there. You don't know as a human to. being how you're going to react. So hypothetically speaking, I might let it go. Mm-hmm. Or hypothetically speaking, I'm like, what the fuck? This mm-hmm. returns of taking. So I don't know. But now, where women come into play is, you do the test, mm-hmm. and you find out it's mine. Mm-hmm. It's yours. It means you don't trust me. Yeah, and yeah. that then becomes another thing is like mm-hmm. do you want to put your wife in a situation or your partner or whatever in a situation okay. where they believe you didn't trust me to the extent that you think i had sex with somebody else mm-hmm. and got pregnant for the person and then have lied to you for 10 years it's a lot of there's a lot to deal with it's tricky so it's a very tricky situation maybe the, o- the only thing i can actually tell people is when you give birth mm-hmm. That moment, I think you should you should do a test, especially if you, if you've ever had doubts. Let's say you guys weren't cool for a week yeah, or two. Yeah, if you've ever had doubts, I think it's just always it's 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 and never. Then, I remember someone once telling me this. One of my good friends he said that look, it doesn't matter. Like he will always check on every kid. Yeah, this, this person said that, and I and I didn't understand it at the time. But then you, you look at it and you have to understand. The re- I think in Nigeria, the reason why it's so unique to Nigeria, it's very simple. It's big manism culture. Like a lot of Nigerian men, you know, we always say they're, they're Ashewo, they're Ashewo, they're Ashewo, that. It's not, it's not only single women that they're doing Ashewo with. Of course. They're doing it with women. other people's yeah, wives. Women. Yeah, wives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she looks like, she looks, from the picture we put, she looks pretty attractive and... You know, yeah. a lot of them are people. Doing wives are not ugly now. Just because your yeah. wife doesn't mean you're not. Yeah, you know what I'm right? saying. And look, when you have money, that's that's that, that, of course that's what a lot of them do. A lot of them do. It yeah. doesn't matter whether you're and you go to Nigeria. Like it doesn't matter whether you have a ring on your finger. Those men they shoot at whoever Bro, they want to shoot at openly. They shoot at whoever they want to shoot at. So I think that's part of why it's such a unique problem in Nigeria because there are a lot of regular men that got married, and they, because. There's so much pressure from all these other richer men that are coming for you. If your wife happens to be fine and a bad babe, and they come at her one more, day, and more, she's like, they can pull her away at any and given she's point. She's like, "Look, man, you know what? I'm still with my husband, but I'm not. Doesn't mean I'm not going fuck." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like so. so. There's so much pressure, and I think that's why it's 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 that big of a problem in Nigeria. Um, and I, I think also the fact that you know women don't have as many rights too. So. They're not, you know, yeah. like, like in someone like Yankee now, woman makes her money because I'm married to a woman doesn't mean she's not, she might make making more money, more money than, more money than me. Oh. So I think, think things, there's more equality in places like first world countries, in places like Nigeria, where it's like the, the rich basically eat the poor mm. and it, it's the same thing. They eat their wives, like obviously, you know, not, not literally, well, probably literally, literally speaking, <laughs> literally speaking. So I think that's why it's such an issue in Nigeria. And I think in someone like Nigeria, I think you'd be, you you'd be naive if you didn't take that precaution. Especially if you if you if if you know your wife isn't necessarily like if she's if she can if she can easily be swayed by money, ah, then maybe that's something that you might want to consider. But, but <laughs> then again, you don't know now. Sometimes that's you don't the thing know. you don't so, know. You look, don't know. Well, maybe I'll re- just change my stance. If you suspect, just do the test, man. Yeah, and if you, you suspect, can, do honestly, it. Honestly, I don't know about. I don't know. I'm, 
pretty sure you should be able to do the test without having you can, to You ask. can do it with the hair, right? Yeah, just your kid's hair. hair. Just Swab. I think you can do Can you do a paternity test without the mother? I think you can. You can. You yeah, can. So just... You can. You don't tell her then. Do it and don't tell you can. her. And don't tell her. And don't tell her. Because if you tell her, man, whatever the result is, because you're testing the, the child your... to you. The, the question is not is the child yeah. her child. The, child. the question is the child your child. Mm-hmm. And then, man, too, I think at some point, too, maybe you want to also go test if you're shooting blanks, too, because mm-hmm. possibility that you might be a man who's shooting blanks and yeah. your wife keeps getting pregnant, and you're like, yeah. You know, I, I think that pressure to also get pregnant is also really big. And in the Nigeria. pressure to get pregnant, too, because I think that's a factor, too. That can, like, that can be a case where they've been trying mm-hmm. and he should, and then, you know, the problem in Nigeria is from the church down to society, usually the woman, usually the woman they blame, you know, there was somebody held her womb, oh, mm-hmm. um, this one, come on, pray against your, bro, that nigga might have low sperm count, that nigga might be, fertile. And so, and she's been trying with him, it didn't happen, and she tries with her side piece once mm-hmm. and she gets pregnant, she's not going to, Abort that child, yeah. you know. So, which brings me uh, to my next question. But I think we probably need to get to this after the break. The question about uh, shooting shots, okay, and you know, because that debate also came we up. We can go before the break, or I mean, but you think so? No, because that might take another 10 minutes. Okay, and I want us to go on, on a quick break. So, Wally, can you introduce this track for us? It's a run town track, Abby. Yeah, it's run town. It's called uh, If You Happen for Lagos. Um, and it just came out over the Christmas? It came out the day before Christmas. Okay. I haven't heard from Runtown in a while. So Yeah, me too. That's why I said let's, let's right. So this is if he happened for Lagos. Check this out. Waka, 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 the front 
you're searching for the answer. No matter, no matter, no matter. If you ask me, I go ask her. I'm waiting for you back, back, back. Of a note that is in the federal. The same reason why the rich is getting rich, and the reason why I'm a city chopper. If we have room for If you don't know big man, you never, never know, know anything. Person. You never, never know, know person. Person, man. <laughs> now that's the reality of Nigeria. If you don't know big man, you never know person. Big men are the ones that are running things in that country. So Abi, they can't blame some of these women for stepping outside. But Abi, speaking know. of big men, did you hear about Elon Musk? He's now he's now the <sighs> head nigga, head nigga in charge. H N I C the world, bro. It's you know it's funny. <laughs> it's funny like. And we'll talk about this another time. I saw like a tweet from somebody in Nigeria saying, Oh, you know, the same God that did it for Elon Musk. And somebody was like, Elon Musk is a goddamn atheist. <laughs> 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 Elon Musk ain't giving tight or nothing. It's, it's, I don't want to, you know, go in because that's a different topic. But yeah, it's, um, it's just funny how like our thinking is. It's like, okay, Elon Musk is the richest man. The first thing he thinks to you is, Ah, God, do it for me too. We... What, what are you doing that God would do it for you? Let's be honest. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this nigga invented Tesla cars, like electric cars that are everywhere. He's, he has a SpaceX stuff. He has, he has doing things that is bringing in billions. Granted of his religion or not, you have done nothing but your own is God just come and People give People are always me. expecting God to... As in just miraculous. I got you... Take it ah, out of seven billion, <laughs> say, you guy, seven billion you people in the world, now nah, you get. You do anything. Ah, ah, come on, come on, take the billions, nah, nah. You know, so. But um, all right, welcome, smiling sufferers. Um, today I have my boy here, Bablo, with me. Uh, we go way back, way, 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 way back, good twenty years at this point. Uh, we both went to high school together. Um, he's a good friend of mine, and. I brought him on here today to talk about uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general, because uh, as you all know, you know, the cryptocurrencies have been skyrocketing lately, particularly Bitcoin, and I don't quite understand it. And I was hoping you could, you know, give us a breakdown. But before we go into that, uh, Babla, I was wondering if you could just give us a brief background of what you do. Um, okay, so I'm a computer science graduate. My full name is Lolody Babala. Um, I worked in telecoms for about eight years and decided to switch things up a bit. So I took a gap year and just tried to rediscover stuff. And that was when I dabbled down the product management slash strategy slash software development um, angle. And that's been it for, I would say the past six plus years going on seven. And that's really it. I everybody's goal is, I believe, financial freedom and mm-hmm. 
that was pretty much what kind of led me to Bitcoin, but not originally. Originally, it was just curiosity. And okay. that was literally what got my attention, playing with it before mm -hmm. I actually figured out what it truly was. Okay. So um, the the instrument Bitcoin, um, can, can you just give us like a layman's description of exactly what it is, like what it is that people are using Bitcoin? Bitcoin for and actually you know what better yet can you tell us how it came about how it started um I don't know to talk about Bitcoin I think I need to take a step back and talk about should I say life okay. I have this personal perspective that life is in in its entirety is value exchange okay literally we take in oxygen we let out carbon dioxide it literally is value exchange, life and death, yada, 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 and stuff like that. So with that in mind, values exchange in different means. And when we now bring it to like commerce or money, uh -huh. we go back to the barter system because yes. you understand Bitcoin and everything. You kind of need to understand the history of money. Okay. And, barter and, system, uh -huh. people just, should I say, mentally gauged what value was and exchanged items for each other. Okay. And then somebody figured out a better intersection which was cash of currency currency some version of currency from yeah. let's say stones to yeah. shillings to paper money to plastic money which i would say credit cards and whatever yeah and along with money came financial systems yeah so that people had to figure out a way to record take record and take stock of everything that was going on and financial institutions were created and stuff so um bitcoin was a product of the 2008 recession like it was after the recession oh, some okay. pretty much came up with this solution that was bitcoin and i like so you said someone who who exactly someone some people so there is an alias on the internet known as satoshi nakamoto nobody okay. knows if it is a man a woman a group of people whatever the case is nobody knows interesting and this person dropped the white paper alongside everything that we know today as Bitcoin or this group. I keep saying this person as human, it's one person. Mm -hmm. But this was dumped on the internet and along with the nerds, it kind of spread like a wildfire. So Bitcoin has been around since as far back as 2009, if I'm okay. correct. And 11 years after, almost 12 years now, it seems like always picking up, but it's actually always been running in the background. And okay. When you think about Bitcoin, I like to tell people it's an idea. And the thing about ideas are there are many great ideas, but not all ideas catch on. And there are some ideas that come way ahead of their time. Okay. However, one thing about Bitcoin is as far ahead of its time as it was, it has gained momentum year in, year out. And if you understand the curve for adoption, there is, I think, the, the nerds, the early adopters, the late majority then laggard. So okay. it's it's been pouring through the charts and I would say maybe we're in the I won't even say the later doctors. Let's say the early majority okay. is where we currently are. And in that space we pretty much is why the common man or people in your economic and social demographic yeah. are aware of what it is now. There's still a ton of people who don't know. I what still it don't is. know. Like like the like the, uh, like a, a market person in in a third world country has no idea what we're talking yeah. about. So the concept of Bitcoin 
is more a solution to a bunch of the problems that the financial institutions we know have. From yes. this year is a good example. I don't have what the percentage is, sorry, last year. Mm-hmm. But the pandemic, the United States government has printed more money than they ever did in their first 200 years. Yes. And the reason I bring or highlight that is because with Bitcoin, there is a finite supply of Bitcoin. With okay. the current financial system we have, the government can print however much money mm-hmm. they feel like printing. And over time, that devalues, sorry, that kind of lose makes currency lose its value, inflation go up. Yeah. And so all these things were things that whoever designed Bitcoin thought about and put into the thought process saying, okay, we're going to have a limited supply. 21 million Bitcoin is all you're ever going to get, ever. Okay. And designed it in such a beautiful way that every four years, there is something called a halving, which is like a shortage in supply of the Bitcoin that can be created. Now, mm. not to get too technical, because if you go on the internet, you probably won't hear created, you hear mined. Okay. So the concept of mining is literally the concept of validating transactions on the underlying technology that Bitcoin sits on top, which is like the blockchain. Okay. So the beautiful thing about the Bitcoin network and why I call it solution to the traditional systems we're aching to is because with traditional systems, there is a central bank. There is a controlling yeah. bank. With Bitcoin, nobody's in control. What brings everybody together is this idea, this vision. Yeah, it's the understanding community. that we all buy into basically. So it is a trust-based system. And since there is no central bank, anybody who has the technical requirements and let's say the skills can plug into the network mm-hmm. and part of the network. And these are the people that are called miners because mm-hmm. they, they believe in it and they validate transactions. And the plus side for them to do that is they get rewarded or incentivized in Bitcoin. Okay. And I mean, it sounds super easy, but the cost of mine Bitcoin is through the roof. It's profitable compared to the price. Mm-hmm. And that really is what it is. And there is no centralized place. So there are miners in China. Yeah. I'm sure there are people mining it in Nigeria. There are mm-hmm. tons of miners here. Which brings me to my next question. How does Bitcoin get mined? In the simplest way you can put it. So from the little I know, there is a computer specification type for I'll say a GPU that you need. Mm-hmm. It's called a mining rig, basically, yeah. where you need to have the system, the hardware. Mm-hmm. And then with the hardware, you, I believe you need to solve like a mathematical equation hmm. because all the resources are online if you're interested. And once you hook up to it, yeah, your machine is on it and you're one of the engineers, I like call them engineers that are part of the Bitcoin mining network. Okay. okay. And with that being said, it started at maybe eight cents, which is insane compared to about 40, 41 grand. That crazy. So when people say it's shooting up in 2021, it's not really shooting up. Yeah. It really is. Sorry. No, that's cool. It really is. It really is more about it has been taking a bunch of ridiculous jumps over time. Hmm. Okay. Because with every four years, what happens is a halving. It started at eight cents, thereabouts. Four years after, it was about six hundred and fifty dollars. I don't want to tell you how what percentage that jump might be. Yeah. Four years after that was twenty sixteen. After twenty twelve, the price was twelve thousand something. And you're saying after every four years, yeah. the numbers that that can get produced, no matter how many miners are plugged into the system, gets halved. 
every yeah, four years. Okay. Because that is kind of what preserves the value and pretty much in basic economics is demand and supply okay. is Scott's item. So the value goes up. Okay. So sorry, it was six, eight cents, twelve dollars, six hundred and fifty dollars. Last year the price at the Halvin mm-hmm. was eight thousand five hundred dollars. Wow. Compared to, we're talking about last year. Yeah. Compared to forty grand where it is right now. And um, there have been, I call these things cycles because mm-hmm. every four years there is that cycle you can notice and stuff like that. So we're in another cycle right now. And I think what makes this cycle a lot different is there is institutional buy-in finally, because for the earlier years, it's been retail individuals like me and you tech yeah. heads who just believe, okay, this thing might be something. Let me throw $500 and see where it'll be mm-hmm. in 10 years for now. I think Wall Street plus organizations are finally seeing what people had seen, let's say, four or five years ago. Yeah, they've seen the value. And that is why the price is shooting up because these guys don't come with $100,000. They come with hundreds of millions. And I always throw the Michael Saylor slash MicroStrategy guy as the example. This guy had his aha moment because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then he realized they had too much money as a company yeah. and they know where to put it. So he finally researched Bitcoin and between August last year and December last year, he had spent $1.2 billion buying and accumulating Bitcoin. Yeah. I heard about that. And a lot of other companies are doing the same thing. I literally just read <laughs> JP Morgan has bought 10% of MicroStrategy, and this is how everybody wow. is trying to buy into it. So these are some of the reasons for the price spike because with institutions they're not buying tiny chunks and it's Uh FOMO everybody's scared to miss out on what might become a store of value and that takes me to another point with Bitcoin because everybody is like is it money what is it Uh and the truth is it can be money but why spend something that a single the unit of it is about 40 grand on basic things so it's being positioned more as digital gold Okay. And digital gold, because gold, as we know it, has been a healthy store of value. Mm-hmm. And considering the transformation of the world, everything is going digital. Like, let's be practical. Yeah. And for I remember seeing a video on Twitter about two years ago with a four-year-old kid who had never seen paper money. Wow. So in a future like that, what do you want to tell the kid about storing money in gold? Yeah. When you're like, oh, there's Bitcoin or all these mm-hmm. cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. So as much as it might seem absurd right now, yeah. if you can imagine a world for a four-year-old like that, Bitcoin yeah. is not far-fetched. And sometimes I joke with people saying, Bitcoin might not be the thing, but I feel it is the thing that will lead, that will lead to, to, the to, to the thing. So, so so going back to this creation, so you said you have like a some kind of, you need some kind of special computer, plug it into the system. Um, I know there's like a electricity aspect of it where like you need it, you need to have a certain amount of electricity to generate it, right? Yeah, so like it, so that's how the technology lot, works. It consumes a lot of electricity. Um, I'm sure if you try to do it in your house or apartment, whatever the case is, you would either stir up some problems or at the end of the month you see some ridiculous because last time i checked maybe it costs last year about eight grand or thereabouts a month in electricity costs a month to mine it but think about it even if the cost has gone up now to 15 grand bitcoin is 40 grand so it's still profitable yeah 
Yeah. But the costs are a huge deal, and it's kind of why a lot of people who mine on a large scale mm-hmm. are trying to move their mining farms, as what they call it, to like Nordic countries like Iceland. Mm. Like a bunch of them are out there because cooling brings out electricity, pr- brings yeah. out electricity costs. Okay. Stuff like that. Interesting. So, it, so you're right now, it, it costs about $8,000 to produce yeah, one Bitcoin. Time I, yeah. Last time I Googled it. I think it was about that. It was, about it was for last year, not for this year. For last year. When is the next halving? 2024. It happened last year. So oh, it happened last year. Wow. 2024. So it's like every election cycle. Interesting. Nice <laughs> <laughs> put it. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Okay. So, and I guess so. I, so I guess my next question would be, what do you see the future in terms of? Like, what do you see in the future in terms of Bitcoin? Like, at some point, it's going to get exhausted, right? It's 21 million. About how many have been produced so far? If I'm correct, Google search will tell you about 18.5. Okay. Now, let me mention something important. Mm-hmm. Um, the blockchain and Bitcoin is very interesting in the sense that with bank accounts, and maybe this is one of the things, you have a centralized body where if I sent you money, but sent it to the wrong account, if I'm lucky and I talk to the bank, yeah. they might be able to reroute that cash. With Bitcoin, mm-hmm. if you send Bitcoin to the wrong address, yes, it's kind of like your it's money's gone. lost space. Wow. Okay. And there's so, there's there's a certain amount of that that has been lost so yeah, far. Yeah, so I think about two to three million Bitcoin since inception has been lost. So maybe people who just never remember their passwords or yeah. blah, blah, blah. And that's including, and that's, all that's included in the 18 million that has been produced. Yeah. But outstanding is about three million more. So with Bitcoin, it reduces supply every four years. And I think the calculation is the last Bitcoin might be mined around two, the year 2,130 or 40. Wow. So whoever created this thing did they, the math. Yeah, they really thought about that thing. Wow. Yeah. That's like a whole, wait, you said 2,140. That's a century. Yep. Wow. Okay. So my next question now is how, because you, we know of Bitcoin, um, but there are these other cryptocurrencies that have emerged since then. And I guess my question is, are those like are those using the same kind of system? How did, did those come about? Like how can you kind of give us a breakdown of that? Like, of like, like stuff like Ethereum and a hell of Litecoin and some other ones. I don't want to punch above my weight class, but all of them live using the blockchain technology. Okay. And the thing is, Bitcoin was the first. So it's like the North Star because okay. it is sound money is what I would like to call it. However, with innovation, nobody always sticks to one thing. So a bunch of people got creative. Maybe they spotted limitations or things Mm -hmm. that could be improved with respect to what Bitcoin was doing. And and you're talking about the miners, right? The original miners of of Bitcoin. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they jumped ship. And some weren't really miners. Some were just tech guys who used to write tech articles about Bitcoin, like Vitalik, the guy who founded, what's it called? Ethereum. Okay. Was one, I think he used to write for maybe the Bitcoin Foundation or something. All right. And then he left and started Ethereum. Okay. And Ethereum is is an interesting project because I I think not to get to technical. One of the best ways I would explain it is to think of let's say the London Underground. Mm-hmm. And that's me assuming everybody has a clue of the London Underground Rail Network yes. created by, let's say, TFL. Mm-hmm. So 
think of TFL as Ethereum, who creates this. Ooh, sorry, I'm not sure what TFL is. Transport for London. Sorry. Okay, sure, okay, all right. Yeah, okay. who creates this amazing rail network? Mm -hmm. However, they don't necessarily need to have their own trains. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, we've given you guys this foundation. Anybody can create a train. Yeah. So that's really what Ethereum is. However, Ethereum also kind of has a currency, and that currency is kind of like it's called gas fees. Okay. So anything that applies the Ethereum network, mm -hmm. any transaction that happens pays in Ethereum, like Ether. Okay. That's what it's called. Okay. So that's basically what it is. However, Ethereum is brilliant because you almost can use it in a bunch of industries so long you can conceptualize it. So for example, mm -hmm. when you hear people saying, oh, elections on the blockchain, it is Ethereum applications that they are thinking about. Okay. When you hear decentralized finance, yes, it is, well, people are building other things, but it is built on the Ethereum network for the most part. Okay. NFTs like for like, this thing is called non-fungible tokens. So for like content creators, for example, if you're an yeah. artist okay. and you create art, yeah. you can have a digital signature on the primary work and then people are paying for digital rights to blah, 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 and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So the possibilities with Ethereum are only, be the surface is only being scratched if you ask me. Okay. So it's kind of why a lot of Ether heads mm -hmm. will tell you that, oh, Ether is better than Bitcoin, yeah, 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 and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. Bitcoin is more moving to a store of value thing yeah. But there are still things being built on Ethereum, sorry, even on Bitcoin. Yeah. But like Ethereum, the world, the possibilities are endless. And the difference is with Ethereum, they still update stuff. And I think that also led to a misunderstanding okay. in the community because sometimes they feel like code should be left sacred, blah, 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 and okay. stuff like that. So I know, I know we talked before this and you had explained something about a fork, right? Like with some of these other... Um, uh, cryptocurrencies where they started out as bitcoin and then some of some people decided amongst themselves that okay we're gonna take this component of bitcoin and we're gonna turn it into something else can you can you explain can you kind of give because i remember when you explained it to me but i don't remember exactly what it was but it was something about a fork almost okay, so basically this is going on the internet so let me just try to articulate it okay <laughs> so pretty much with these things with Bitcoin, it's, it's, it's so crazy. It feels like it's a conviction. It's a belief system. Mm -hmm. So that whoever the original set of miners or mm -hmm. people maintaining the network were, they believed in it so much, they felt like the code was pristine. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. However, over time, there were part of the miners who felt like some changes needed to be made. Yes. And when those disagreements kind of happened, and let's say, because we with Bitcoin, there is a, should I call it a protocol or a system put in place, which mm -hmm. is called like the consensus-based system, okay. which is considering the fact that it's a decentralized system. Yeah. The rule is 51% of the miners who maintain the network yeah. have to agree before they on, make it. On whatever changes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's and what I was getting into. Okay. So when that doesn't when that didn't happen some mm -hmm. people were like okay we hear what you're saying but we're gonna go ahead and make this update okay. that we're thinking about and that is when the fork happened so it's like a redirection yeah but bitcoin remains bitcoin these guys just literally take 
a swerve. A swerve, okay. Anything. And what happens is if you hold Bitcoin, for example, yep. prior to that point, because they took the fork from Bitcoin, mm -hmm. you get the equivalent amount of whatever the value of had in the new project. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so like Bitcoin Cash, I can't remember which other fork, but like even with Ethereum, when the disagreement happened, mm -hmm. the guys proceeded and they went to make Ethereum Classic. So it's okay. it's not uncommon, but mm -hmm. okay. the true maximalists always believe let's protect this thing changing it now will mean we'll probably keep changing things and that's not good blah 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 now are, are there other cryptocurrencies that they just started from scratch on their own or is everything linked to the blockchain so i'd say there are a bunch that started no everything is on is blockchain it, it's blockchain okay 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 all right, all right yeah. okay i see what you mean so not all cryptos were forked mm -hmm. and not all cryptos are on the ethereum network okay so okay. there, I don't want to mismention, but I don't think there's one called Chainlink. I don't think it's an ERC20 token, which is, I don't think it's a byproduct or anything that's been built on the Ethereum network. So oh, I think I it's independent, but there are tons of them like that. There's a website called CoinMarketCap. Mm -hmm. It shows, I don't know if it's all the cryptos, but pretty much all the cryptos. And trust me, there are tons wow. of cryptocurrencies out there. How about, I know we'll, you'd also talked, you brought up the fact that now people are starting there there these networks where you can kind of lend money off of bitcoin and you can you can you can put in your whatever bitcoin you have and use it to receive cash can, can you kind of talk around that a little bit so the thing is with new technology people need to understand that with bitcoin or with any new technology it almost births an entire ecosystem so that if we're in the early stages of nascent stages of Bitcoin succeeding, mm -hmm. we don't even have a clue what the applications are going to be. And I even mean blockchain technology as a whole. Yeah. Because now we're saying DeFi, we're saying NFTs, people are going to think of things, right? Yeah. And even within the financial application of, let's say, Bitcoin, people mm -hmm. are beginning to think about things like, okay, since this thing is a big deal, yeah. Why don't you keep it keep it with us? Some people are called custodians. Mm -hmm. And then just like traditional banking where your money is in the bank, but they're using the money to yeah, to, to lend out business, give out loans, blah, yeah. blah, blah, is what these some of these companies are doing where if you have Bitcoin, yeah, you put it on their platform and you get like, okay, right now I think what's it called? BlockFi is giving about five percent interest on Bitcoin. Wow. You get paid, I think, monthly, but you see your interest. Every day. Every day. So you get like 20 bucks interest daily, but at the end of the month, you get your payout. So basically, a bunch of these things are happening. Coinbase pretty much has this ad that says borrow up to 20K using mm -hmm. your Bitcoin as collateral. And wow. the number is going to keep going up depending on, on the, the value price of Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. So last I checked, Bitcoin was at about over lower 40k is it still at over 40k right now like this morning i think it was 40 41 it's, it's tough ah, about, yeah. damn so i mean there's a limited amount it's 21 million um and with which with, with every passing four years the supply gets reduced by the half the rate of, the rate of supply gets reduced by half i mean we could be looking at, I mean, and now you, you said it started from eight cents, then it yeah. jumped up to like six, you said twelve dollars, then mm -hmm. six fifty, and then now we're at forty five, forty. Last year. 
We have $40,000. Yeah. I, I mean, in the next four years, I mean, we could be looking at so much. So, I mean, we could be looking at over 100000 at this point. I mean, is that, is that possible? possible? Matter of fact, some people, JP Morgan, I don't know what price point, what time box they put, but personally, mm -hmm. just looking at historical data, I don't see why 100, between 100 and 150 this year is impossible. Now, when I say 100 and 150, it might touch anywhere between and then go back down. And go back down. But I don't see it as impossible because the big boys are coming in. And mm -hmm. my concern is, there are the guys who can sit on this thing for 10 years without touching it. Yeah, they, they have that appetite. They, they have that it. much, yeah. what's it called, bandwidth. Yeah. There are going to be the fraction of people who trade it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's going to be a negligible, a decent amount because Wall Street getting in, hedge funds are going to be trading this thing, pulling profits every now and then. Yeah. Then there are going to be people who literally just... Just don't even know. Like they just they've just been holding it because with the blockchain, you literally can see everything. So you can see addresses that have had no activity mm -hmm. since 2010. Like they just have thousands of Bitcoin, but they haven't touched. Or wow. And then they can decide to just cash out when it's. So I feel I mean, this, like, this thing could make billionaires out of well, people. It already did. It, well, the, book, the book is not here is behind me. Bitcoin billionaires. Wow. The guys who Mark Zuckerberg stole the Facebook idea from, they oh. bought into Bitcoin early. The, I, I talk about the twin. The, is it the, yeah, those the twins? Was, yeah, and they have a Bitcoin, ex, a crypto exchange. Wow. wow. So yesterday was historic because Bitcoin, hmm? they don't own Bitcoin as a whole, hmm? but big, the market cap of Bitcoin flipped Facebook. So it just felt like a poetic moment in history where... Yeah. Okay, you sucker punched us how many years ago, but look at us. Look today. at us now. I mean, interesting. Mark is probably richer than they are, but yeah, yeah. But that could change in the next couple of years if if, if the trend keeps going. And I'm sure yes, people, so, people like Mark too are going to start pouring money into into I cryptocurrencies mean, he's, themselves. He had put out a statement to start his own digital currency. I just don't call it a crypto because it doesn't follow the concept of being decentralized. Oh, okay. Because if Facebook has its own currency, then Facebook is the central bank. So you are not a decentralized currency. You're yeah. just a digital currency that your people within your ecosystem, which is fine, mm -hmm. within your ecosystem are using, basically. Wow. And wow, the, the possibilities are endless. Like when, when you put it, the way you put it, I mean, the possibilities are endless. And at some point, they, you know, they're going to come up with some kind of digital currency that the the average person on the street can use at some point it's going to get to that point things like litecoin because when litecoin came out litecoin was claiming to be silver while bitcoin was gold so yes there are a bunch of currencies that they're hoping payments mm -hmm. and day-to-day -day activities can be sorted out with so mm -hmm. it's insane i think the success of bitcoin is very dependent on large-scale adoption and i'll give yeah. you an example um michael sailor probably was the best thing that happened to me last year because mm -hmm. just rekindling your interest in something but there was an interview where he goes imagine a future where apple buys into bitcoin and bitcoin is integrated into apple pay it's a wrap because the it's iphone a is in almost a billion people's hands yes it's a wrap 
that is what mass adoption looks like. So it's not about how much Bitcoin you have. It's about the fact that it is being used that constantly across board. So I wow. think depending on how this year ends, mm -hmm. we can almost have a better forecast of what the future of Bitcoin is going to be. I think, and this is just, again, I have no clue because I'm, I'm not an expert on these things, but I think the more instability we have with our institutions, and we're seeing it in places like the U.S., the more people will flee to cryptocurrency. Um, there are a lot of people that also hide money with Bitcoin too, right? I mean, oh, yeah, that. That, that, that seems to happen a lot. And I, I guess well, with if more governments, right, are starting to buy into these things, I know there was a recent. Was it the Chinese government or those those government that recently Iran put out a statement saying they wanted to be paid for their exports and Bitcoin. Okay, it was Iran. It was Iran. And I guess my my fear is that if governments start to buy into this stuff, uh, then what if they decide that they want to? take control of it i guess what if they decide that is there, is there any, i guess my question is is there any chance that they could they could decide to regulate this thing from a, on a on like from an ownership standpoint yes government so that is if me and you agree that 18.5 million bitcoin hmm? have already been mined yes three million are gone out of 21 million there are only three million to go i don't know what the distribution is right mm -hmm. so for you to own that much to be able, I mean, there are people who can manipulate the market. That's all you can do yeah. versus regulate it. But people who are waking up and understanding what Bitcoin is, mm -hmm. including myself, yeah, I don't even think, people ask me if it hits 100K, will you sell? I don't think I'm going to sell because if people are creating financial systems around, or oh, you can borrow up to 80 grand with your Bitcoin, why should I sell? I'll take the loan yeah, and I'll try to pay back the loan and get my Bitcoin back because if the idea sticks as digital gold, mm -hmm. it is going to be generationally passed down. Like, yeah, it don't will. The same. So it will. government can try to stack. Like America, after the Silk Road thing, they yeah. confiscated all the Bitcoin that was used for payments, but they auctioned it off. I Wait, sorry. That. So when you say the Silk Road thing, sorry, can you, can you just give us a brief? So there was this, should I say, dark web website for selling drugs and blah, blah, blah. Okay. A couple of years ago, and payment was pretty much like Bitcoin because oh, yeah okay. and and they shut it down yeah the fbi shut it down the guy's in prison mm -hmm. and i can't remember how much bitcoin they had but recently the government well not too recently auctioned the bitcoin that was confiscated and some guy wow. I don't his name right now paid and bought it interesting but i know that governments are beginning to amass it because the thing is a lot of people are hypocritical mm -hmm. i'll tell you that you don't know what they will bash it in public, but, but, they, but they themselves, they own, they own it. <laughs> example is Michael Saylor. He runs a publicly traded company mm -hmm. and he needed to convince a board of directors that he was about to spend $425 million on Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. He said in a conference room, he was getting pushback. He said, do you realize that when he started to talk to them individually, one of the guys that gave him pushback told him, I just had to put on a show that I own Bitcoin. <laughs> Wow. That is what the world is. Wait, where... Michael Saylor is the one that, that bought the $1.2 billion worth of Yeah, his company right? bought $1.2 And that is what the world is, where governments might be hypocritical, but they're stacking and... And a lot of them are hiding their money, too, in those things. Yeah. And I think one last thing I would say with respect to governments is 
the dollar has been the global reserve currency for I don't even know how long. Yeah. And I last year I had this concern that if America could make a sole decision to print more money, mm-hmm. which in turn would make the dollar lose value. Countries like, let's even just assume Nigeria's reserve is in the Naira, sorry, is in the dollar. Countries like, let's say, Iran and everybody who also hold the dollar as a global reserve. Yeah. The money loses value just because of one country's one country. money. I am sure everybody's thinking of an independent reserve asset. And everybody's hoping it just might be Bitcoin because it's not dependent on any one country. Yeah, it's, it's completely independent. Wow. Okay. And bringing it home, Niger people. Yeah. NSTARS, typical use case for what Bitcoin was. Yes, I heard. Accounts. Mm-hmm. And how did they keep collecting donations? It was Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Wow. Bitcoin is, and I don't know if you can curse on your podcast, but it is FU money. It, yes. That's what it is. It, that's, that's, that's what it sounds like. That's it exactly it what is. it sounds like. Wow. The possibilities are endless, man. I'm excited for what, for what it has to offer because... Me, you know me. I'm a. I, I could be. I'm kind of an anarchist. I'm kind of an anarchist, and anything that takes control away from government, I'm always in favor of. Especially when it's empowering more people. Um, there's also. Um, I know we talked about. You can now. They like cards that you can use, like in public, right? Oh yeah. So BlockFi is. I don't think they've launched it yet, but they're working on like a, a partnership with Visa for a debit card that is. Crypto, crypto on one end, but you swipe. Oh, you swipe. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So the future is here. It is. It is. And for those that, I mean, for those that are really curious about Bitcoin, you know, I hope you guys learned something today. Um, I, I know that, like, after I had that conversation with you, you know, I had to start looking into it. And, it, it, you know, it's, fu- it's funny because last time I had the conversation with you was about 38,000, 38, something like that. And then now it's, it's like what? I mean, but that's the same way it goes down. So let's, yeah, it does. Let people know. Yeah. But one thing I would say is, logically, when people see the price of Bitcoin, they get discouraged easily because thirty-eight thousand seems far. Yeah. Super far. But you can you buy fractional people, bitcoins now. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes people need to realize: don't think about Bitcoin. Think about it, especially in your early days, as your fiat money. Yeah. I want to put a hundred bucks. Then put it, mm-hmm. because the first time I ever dabbled into bitcoin was 2015 i didn't know what it was like i mean i would read about it i knew what it was but like Mm -hmm. i didn't know all these things it was 464 dollars and that was 2015 by 2017 december yeah it was 19,800. wow so bitcoin has always seemed far away Mm -hmm. for everybody because 400 bucks when maybe you're like what's this thing not mm-hmm. realizing that that was the best deal you were going to get. Yeah. Two years after was twenty, almost 20 grand. And 2015, five years after, we're talking 40 grand. 40 grand. And that is how people always feel every four years at the end of every cycle. So wow. people shouldn't think about it. They should just understand it and decide to try for themselves. I tell people that put money you won't miss. Yeah, disposable like, income. telling me recently. Disposable maybe, income. Yeah, 300 bucks. I can't, maybe two, three years ago, and he forgot it. And now it's like one grand. I don't know how many banks would do that for you in like two, three years. No, not not that many. Not that, unless you, are, you own like account. Amazon That's stock or something like that. It is a savings account. Yeah. People will buy and sell, but historically, over the past 10 years, it's been the best performing asset. 
It's as simple as that. It's still early because it's trying to discover its price. Yeah. Because I'm sure once, and that's far away, once the last Bitcoin is mine, at least we can put a price on it and say, okay, maybe yeah. it's valued at a million dollars. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But for now, it's it's going to keep looking. But I think volatility will reduce because many people are going to buy and just hold. Yeah. So that whole dumping yeah. isn't going to happen. And I feel like even like as we get closer to that 21 million, the volatility would would start reducing even more because yep. you have less less supply out there. Interesting. Um man man, thanks thanks for giving us that breakdown, man. Um just out of curiosity, what other like uh, I guess stocks are out there that that you fancy currently? I mean, Tesla has been on a rip I mean, Tesla, lately. I I tweeted something that was funny. I said, I'm not sure if we're buying Tesla stock or Tesla futures. Okay. Because Tesla's valuation is more on the future of what it can be. On the, on the possibility. I, I always yeah. hear people say that too. Because when, when people look at Tesla's numbers, they don't, always, they don't necessarily translate to, to the value yeah, I mean, right it's now. it's a great company. It's a great CEO. But like that valuation is just... So funny enough, when I was buying stock last year, that was my like tiniest position because I just wasn't sold. Do yeah. I regret it? maybe but i also want to buy stuff and just forget it like that's 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 my approach now because thankfully i have a job mm-hmm. my job can keep it to me can i just make five-year 10-year investments and hope that when i check them yeah they would have multiplied but off the top i think i'm excited by the arc invest etfs the arc invest etfs yeah well, what are so those they have about five or seven etfs arc f r q so arc is this investment company that is championed by Kathy Woods. I don't know, remember where she was, Alion something, but they are literally betting on the future. So they have ETFs that have done like last year, maybe like 150% gains and stuff like that. But they are looking at industries like genome mapping, uh-huh. um, electric vehicles, okay, fintech. So definitely industries that, I have been thinking about and I haven't done the research for individual companies. So since they've done it, yeah. maybe next time I have money, I might just decide to plug into a bunch of ETFs or something. Interesting. Stock-wise, I'm not really thinking stock uh-huh. yet, yeah. but I think about it backwards, more like from industry before I, yeah. so that if I can't envision what the future is going to look like. For that industry. Yeah. What then, you mean, then... Or just in general, like when I just think like, what is the future going to look like? Are we going to have designer babies where uh-huh. they can have blue eyes if they want to have blue eyes? Then I know that, okay, maybe that's going to be a thing because human beings are that vain or narcissistic. Yeah. Or like, so that's how I kind of think about it and trickle down to, so which companies, so what are, companies going... are like researching this stuff. And also, I think I'm trying to also try my luck with like maybe angel investing or okay. investing earlier into startups because okay. i feel like ipos are a little too late yeah i feel like uh, yeah i feel like that too um but although some of them um i i know i was surprised about jumia i i i for some reason i thought jumia wasn't gonna ask company in my opinion I you think so wrong, but, <laughs> but i don't know okay i need them to show me their workings yeah um but i think the key thing for especially our listeners is that do 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 all this stuff with disposable income. That's what I always tell people. Do it do it with do it with money that if you lost, you wouldn't lose sleep over. Um, I know, like recently, I know with the Tesla, I definitely um, definitely sold out of our our principal. 
you know, because I was like, okay, at least I know that the money that we put in. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? Because when I, as soon as I heard he was the richest, Elon Musk was the richest man in the world, I was like, okay, let me just quickly. And then when I saw his tweet, his tweet too was very weird. He, he came out and he was like, um, yeah, he was like, mm, that's weird. Well, back to work. And I'm like, that is creepy. <laughs> that is creepy. I'm like, I hope this guy is not trying to scam all of us. But yeah, I think that, I think the key is, you know, just use whatever money that, you know, that's disposable and not, not to just put all your life savings in it because all these things are risks at the end of the day. Um, all these things are risks at the end of the day. But I, I appreciate your um, your insight on this stuff, man. I'm, I'm hoping that we can we can have more of these conversations. I, I know I took a lot of your time. I said I was only going to take like 30 minutes of yours. But I'm hoping that we can have some more of these conversations, especially when these new trends arrive in the financial market i know it's something that you follow a lot you tweet a lot about it for sure and i know i've heard you a few times on clubhouse talking about these some of these investments um but yeah man uh, i appreciate you coming on the show today man i really really do appreciate it um please let me know any if there's any you said arc abby i'm going to look out for that arc etf yeah i'll read up on it everybody should do their research yeah i'll read up on it because, you know, the way things are going these days, man. You're a financial expert. I, I know, I know, I know. No, I'm just saying disclaimer. I know. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. For sure, for sure. Um, I think one of the things that always scared me with investment was the fact that there's so many people out there that you're competing with. Like, that's, you're competing with a lot. And there's some of these people that they spend, like, it's their, it's their 24-7 job. This is all they do. Unless and you're assuming you're competing with people, you're competing with algorithms. Exactly that too. You're you're competing with with computers that are getting there before you. You know Wall Street, where they they have they tend to have better tools to better manage their investment. Um, but you know all we can do is still try to get a slice of the pie, right? You know, yep. you try to get a little because at the end of the day, man, if the way things are going, you know it's generational wealth is what people are going to start talking about now you know people are going to start looking at you, you know how you know they, they look back at the 60s and they saw how housing was like the way that people passed on generational wealth mm -hmm. i think now it's stuff like investments like like these where people park their money in places like amazon and apple all those people that park their money long you know in the past you know they're all millionaires now and that's, I feel like that's going to be a big source of how generational wealth is going to be passed. So definitely something that everyone should do their research on. Um, I feel like, you know, now the, 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 the earth is flatter. You know, we have more access to the internet. We have more access to resources. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're in Nigeria, if you're in whatever part of the world that you're in, you can, you can find out about these things uh, and, you know, you can, you can compete in the market. So, you know, for my listeners, I, I hope that's. I hope you guys are able to get some value out of this, um, Pablo. I appreciate you coming on. Um, so I'm gonna hopefully one of these days I'll we'll, we'll link back up with you. My my co-host wasn't here now. He's he's running late, but I know that he also he was very 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 interested in hearing this conversation. So I guess we just you'll have to hear it on the podcast. But I hope we can link back up um, again uh, and check back in with you. Um, yeah, we'll see where, where, where Bitcoin is in the next couple of... 20, I'm going to be looking at 2021 for sure. All yeah. Right. All right. All right, bro. Awesome. But um, yeah, so as we were talking about um, from our last topic, we're talking about shooting shots. So 
another conversation that came up was the idea of single people. Um, the question is, do single people have an obligation not to shoot their shot at people in relationships? And this was something that was brought up on one of our clubhouse convos that ruffled a lot of feathers. I don't think it's up to the single people. I think it's up to the people in the relationship. So, and that's, so that was the argument. That was my Some response. people were saying that if you know someone is in a relationship, it doesn't matter whether you're single or not, that you, you, sh- you should respect that boundary. And some of those are like, well, you know, what if that is the true love of their life that they found? That why would they not shoot their shot? So let me, this is weird, funny this happened. So let me, I saw a Bella Weddings post today. Yeah. That was from yesterday. Someone had posted it in a group chat I was in and I decided to look at it. Mm. It's a picture of a man and his bride to be or bride or whatever, wife. Yeah. Anyways, looking happy. And the write-up says, he was writing to me on Facebook, and because I was in a relationship at the time, I constantly ignored him. He was so persistent and refused to back down. My boyfriend at the time took his number from his Facebook page to discourage him from further contacting me. This was in 2014. He reached out in 2016 to tell me that my boyfriend was getting married. Of course, I didn't believe him. Then he sent me the pictures as proof. This left me devastated. He proceeded to cons- console me, and we became friends. Um, yeah, and then he says, find out more. And this is how they ended up dating. So mm-hmm. there were two people who, she was in a relationship and he wasn't. And he shot his shot at her. Mm-hmm. And she said she wasn't interested until, he, yeah, I guess he found out that her boyfriend was getting another, yeah. another. and she, he, he did, basically he was persistent and he did his thing. Mm-hmm. And now him and her are getting married. And this might be the love of her life. So it's really, like I said, by stance, is the first thing she said was, she said no. Yeah. Because she's in a relationship until she found out that the person she's dating was going to marry somebody else. So, from his sh- the shooter's point of view, he mm-hmm. didn't give up. Yeah, he kept shooting, mm-hmm. and eventually he found an opening. Yeah, he dribbled, made a shot, mm-hmm. and went mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Sweet, do you understand? Yeah, it's not his duty. As long as he's not being disrespectful, as long yes. as it's it's they, as long as he's not harassing, he's not her, harassing her. You know, it's her choice to say no. Or I agree. Yes. So. I, I, and I said it that day in the room. I said, most of the people that are saying, nah, you can't talk to my mans or my girl. I said it stems from insecurities. And, and the insecurities that you're scared. And, and they felt some type of way They felt some type of way. But I said it, it stems from insecurities that you have, that you're scared that somebody looks at your girl in a nice way, she's yeah. going to leave your ass. Or somebody look at your mans in a nice way, he's going to be like, creep out like, have faith in I would even be worried too. a little bit if, 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 no, yeah, if, if no one gives my, my girl any attention. But not even, I, well, like, I won't be worried, but, I'll, worried I'll, but I'll be wondering to like, ah, I believe it, the attention can waver from, can, can even go from just liking her picture on Instagram mm-hmm. to someone seeing her saying, hey girl, how you doing on the street? Or, you know, like, but you shouldn't be worried that every time something happens. Yeah, you should have confidence You should have confidence in your, in your relationship, your partner that even and if a girl comes at him, yeah. He's gonna say no you if should, a guy comes at her. Trust. And if you don't have that trust, if you don't have the trust, yeah, then there's yeah. something wrong. So, so and you, uh, that you need to talk with your partner. And 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 that's where I said I said that's where the insecurities come from is that yeah. you're worried. The, you know, you, it's a different case if you're telling your partner like, look, I think you might be, you might want to creep on me. But to be worried that somebody else mm-hmm. that is is non, yeah, 
existence in your relationship comes in you you can't yeah a ring doesn't deter some men away uh, uh, no. a ring doesn't some, deter some, some women away you understand so some people don't care some people don't care so you should be happy they should trust that you know what wherever my woman or man is yeah if someone tries to shoot a shot at them they will kindly and, and if you don't no. trust it then you should definitely address that with your partner yeah. and let him let him or her so know like how come be, i can't really trust you yeah you shouldn't be getting mad at the person that is single looking for his own piece of meat in the you know what I'm saying? like everybody must chop now i agree man uh, but some some people completely disagree with that some people feel did. like there's some kind of like respect the ones that even they even made me even laugh the most is the ones that said that it doesn't you don't the person doesn't have to be married just boyfriend girlfriend i'm like huh? boyfriend girlfriend in the eyes of who and people don't care don't and care. i do think that if you're in a relationship and you find yourself in a position where you feel like you're you're open to entertaining other people, let's say you're a girl and you, you have a boyfriend, but you feel like you want to look outside, I do think it's upon it's. I, I do think you know if you if you're gonna have any kind of integrity, I think it's important to at least let your partner know that look, I'm feeling some kind of way. I think that's I think that's good. I think that's very important, but. I don't think you can put any blame on the person shooting shooting shots. That one is just trying to find love. As in, in, a, in a hopeless place. In a land in a <laughs> landfill of of complicated relationships. He's also doing his own like well. And you know like, what I'm like saying? the story I just read. The game the lady, is the game. The lady was in a relationship and the man kept shooting and he found his opening and now they're getting married on yep. Bella Niger wedding. So yep. I mean, would it be a successful marriage? Only they would they know, but know. at least <laughs> It seems to that might be his missing rib, as they say, or whatever yep. it is. Yeah. Yep. And there's some there's some people that started off that way. They stole someone off, and I know, yeah, they always say that. Oh, if you steal someone from someone, then be, be worried because that person might leave for someone else. But there are also situations where those people stayed together of for course. a very long time. <laughs> I know a story. I've, you know I've, what I'm saying? I, and I'll try to be very vague with this story because mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure. Well, I think from what I've heard, so I know a story of a a couple where I, w- I won't use the gender so you won't so but a couple where mm. one person was in a different country mm. and was sending their friend to deliver stuff to the other person mm-hmm. and the partner and the friend ended up getting married to the wow. messenger or wow. the recipient of the that's crazy son. so hey man they've been married for a minute now that's crazy <laughs> 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 well, that guy not double agent well that girl that whoever person. she was <laughs> not double agent so you know hey man there was another clubhouse combo that came up that I wanted to quickly address uh, yeah we spent we spent a lot of time on clubhouses last week yeah we uh, did we did um uh, it was the one of the guy that dropped 1500 naira <laughs> for <Botico. laughs> yeah, um, so uh, allegedly someone came online and i don't know who i don't know where they're always finding these stories but these I'm stories sure come it, up i find the tweet i don't know if you can read it but someone came online and was giving this account this tweet was in the group chat at one point of so, a girl a girl tweeted that um okay so she tweeted that something about a girl somebody going to a guy's house for one week yes and then when the person was Wait, leaving, no she traveled from no no no, no. Out no. Of so town, this i started she tweeted that 
you know, how do you go to to the tweet I saw was like, how do you go to a guy's house for? Can one you week? find the tweet? I'm trying to find. It. How do you go to a guy's house for one week and when you're leaving, he gives you one five. So, what the okay, what then now happened is somebody was able to get the the tweet the person who tweeted this to come into the room. Oh yes, yes. So I we remember, can ask her questions on 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 this, and from her questions, she said. What I got was a girl went out of town to see a guy. Mm-hmm. And when she was going, she told him she didn't have money. And she needed, I think, transportation, whatever. The guy told her to borrow. Yeah, there it is. That's the tweet. That's the tweet. Yeah. She, she said, so, a babe spent one, one week, week with you, you and you gave her, her 15, one five, one five naira. Ah, Okuniburu so gone. When somebody else in this group was saying that one fifteen hundred, I was like, please, we don't use fifteen hundred for Naira. <laughs> you yeah, say yeah, one that, five. That's true. One five. <laughs> one five. <laughs> so, anyways, so she said the person was given um um borrow six k. The girl borrowed six k. Yes. To go see the guy, so she borrowed six thousand Naira to go see the guy. Mm-hmm. I guess to cover the transportation or whatever mm-hmm. and she was with the guy for a week mm-hmm. and when the guy she was leaving the guy yeah. and she told the guy beforehand that she's borrowing money and yes it was 6k and the guy gave her one five i don't know if wow. she told him it was 6k but i think she told him she was borrowing money and he said go ahead uh, he borrowed the money and he gave her one five to, be, take self, it, to be taken home. They, said they, were, they said they were multiple rounds and they were <laughs> they were casual rounds. they were casually dating or having casual relationship Yeah, so it wasn't a case of it wasn't a case of they were even like in a serious relationship. It was a casual relationship. Um, she spent six k to go and see him, and he gave well technically four five because he gave her one five <laughs> um, back. So yeah, so um, technically she paid to have sex with him. <laughs> That's, kind that's of, essentially I'm what kind happened. Of, the, I'm kind of that's a, torn between calling him a douchebag or a king. Oh, I see. That's, <laughs> a, that's a very, very good. It's like, it can go either way. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, he finessed her and he did this thing. Serious man. finessing. But yeah, some people were getting mad that, you know. What are they, what are, what are they arguing against, anyways? I forgot. No, just arguing that. No, I don't think anybody was in support of the guy. Uh, okay, obviously not. I think when the full details came out, I don't think anybody. The one thing I will say though is the girl who tweeted it said shit. Obviously, she's tweeting it from. She said she heard the story in another group that she was in. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think it was her <laughs> <laughs> because she kind of like could answer a lot of the questions. <laughs> like she, you had way too many you had details. Way too many details to be a member, like to be seen it, like in a, like fam. Yeah, that's and, hilarious. And, you weren't like, hold on, let me check. You were like giving the answers I, like, like right, right there, there. And then. <laughs> <laughs> but who yeah. knows? Or or Mad somebody bro. said she might have made it up too. But we don't know. She might you know, have. She, she might have. have. But yeah, it was just one of those things that generated a lot of conversation on mm-hmm. on a uh, clubhouse the last couple of weeks. Um, what else happened, man? Okay, yeah, in hip hop news, man, some some shit's been going on. So the first one I want to address is, I don't know if you heard, but Snoop is beefing Eminem. I don't know if you heard, heard what, but what I caused seen it. What caused it? Um, Basically, it was that, um, according to Joe Budden, this is a feature request. Uh, yes, <laughs> according to Joe Budden, Joe Budden, and Joe Budden has all this in all this, you know, inf- 
uh, inside people that give him gist. And yeah. a lot of his gist usually comes yeah. out, you know. When you go into Joe Budden's rooms, like on Clubhouse, he's always having yeah. celebs, all the celebs yep. in there and people like that. Right? So it, they said it started with a request from Snoop Dogg to get a feature from Eminem. Now they're saying that they don't know if it's that Eminem didn't get it or maybe that the person that they delivered the message to didn't deliver the message or that person delivered it and Eminem punted. But long story short, Snoop didn't get his feature. So I think they were interviewing Snoop and Snoop had made a comment along the lines of, um, you know, he doesn't rate Eminem in his top 10, that he doesn't listen well, to Eminem. Joe actually spoke about his on Clubhouse. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't speak to me. I heard it on his podcast. podcast yeah, but yeah, Joe Joe be on that clubhouse. Man. Said he had Royce and um, Nori and yeah, there and they were talking about it. Yeah, but long story short, they said that you know then they talked to Stuma. Stuma was like he doesn't read Eminem. Basically, he was just saying a lot of I won't say disrespectful, but being very dismissive of Eminem. I'm pretty much saying that he's not in his top ten, and that you know the best of Eminem was on that Dre. And this, this, and that. So obviously, um, this guy came out with the dish record. The dish record wasn't really like Who came crazy, out with like record? Eminem on his album, on his last album. Eminem's always ready to be disappointed. <laughs> I'm like, like he's bored. I, I'm th- I know he's like almost fifty now. Yeah, I'm like this guy, bored, man. man. Like, I'm like this guy still be doing yeah. all this 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 record. Um, um, it's my um <clears throat> records. Anyway, long story short, Eminem put out a dish record. I mean, it wasn't. It was like a light job. It wasn't anything crazy. But he was pretty much saying that, you know, something about Snoop Dogg and he doesn't really see him as a god. That if anything, he sees him the opposite of God. You know, with this lyrical, lyrical mm-hmm. stuff, Sha. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's that's like a huge deal because they're in the same camp. They all come from. They're all students of Dr. Dre. So this this kind of made the news in the hip hop world in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, you had some people taking Eminem's side. You had some people taking Dr. Dre's side. I'm sorry, taking Snoop's side. And in the midst of all this stuff, they said Dr. Dre collapsed from a brain aneurysm. Not relating to this stuff. Oh, no, not relating, but, uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just giving the news here, but they said he collapsed from a brain aneurysm, and everyone's kind of scared for a minute there, like, wait, what the fuck is going on? So that happened. Um, we don't have to get into it. I just thought it was just something that was worth bringing up in hip hop news. He's, he's better now, something like that. Yeah, he's better now. Brain aneurysm. I don't think it popped. They said it's when it pops that 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 you know people usually don't recover from when it pops. That they usually either die or or they um or they either they die or they lose all control of like their bodily functions. Like they they become vegetables essentially. No offense to anyone that's had brain aneurysm, but yeah, that's the threat, man. And you know, that's a if you know, Doctor Dre is not someone that we want to see go anytime soon. Uh, he also happens to be going through like a very very messy divorce battle. Yep. So I'm sure he's under a lot of stress, man. Just you know, uh, I you know, coming from smiling so far, I wish you a speedy recovery. It's not like you're gonna hell, but still. Uh, Dr. Dre is someone that I really, really respect. I wanted to be a producer at one point because of him. Um, yeah, but we yeah. all did, man. Yeah, so much for my producer dreams. <laughs> um, then something else happened. Kanye West and Kim, Kim K. K. They said they're about to divorce. Kim Ye, because Kanye West is supposedly on the deal with... 
with a Jeffree Star? Jeffree Star. Like, if that story is well, true, I, I guess, I guess, 2021 is also a rough start. I guess Let me you just do put it call, that way. I guess it is DL because Jeffree Star is trans, right? Yeah, he's trans. Yeah, he's trans. A trans woman. So it's yeah. still the DL because. Yeah. That would be crazy. Yeah. With, especially after all this born again, born again stuff. That would be wild. And then Jeffree Star, that would be Jeffree wild. Star put out a, uh, a tweet or something saying. He's feeded into it. I meant to go to church, something like that. But it I'm, might I'm, also be rumors. I'm, I'm really hoping it's not true. I'm hoping because, you know, because you know me, you I know, love Kanye. Jeffree St- you know, there's so many controversial people out there. So Jeffree Star is probably like, if it's not even true, it's probably like, yo, let me milk this too. So. Maybe. They're saying that he's in, he, he moved to Wyoming, which is where Kanye West is. Uh, they're saying that Kanye West and Kim right now they're fighting over their Calabasas property, which is worth over sixty I don't, million. I, I found Kanye and Kim's marriage kind of weird. You did, but I don't know them personally, mm-hmm. so I only know them from TV and music, mm-hmm. and I, their personalities just seem like like they. But they, they're you both know, attention Kanye, seekers, Kanye, though. Yeah, but Kanye to an like, extent. <sighs> You know, I guess, but you know, it's love, so you can't really see. I just didn't yeah, see. Really honest, to be honest, I is, I'm not really interested in their relationship. You're not. I'm not. No, I liked. I, I liked the. I liked he. He. I could. I could kill us. So one, one thing that I would point out was that he knew how. Like there were his displays of affection for her. I mean, he was. It was always over the top, but there was always something about it that was actually very, very pure. I. I, I just. I always it's found possible. it admirable. If you, if you, like. Even when he proposed to her, he shut down an entire stadium and it had like a like an entire uh, string. Well, not a string is quartet. A is that a her or Kanye thing? No, it was. Uh, you know, he did like, it. Like, is that a, if you took Kim out and put somebody else with Kanye, have still done it? Is what I'm saying. Possibly, possibly, possibly. What kind but, of person he is. But but we don't know. Yeah, but we don't know. But 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 my point is that like his 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 displays of affection i always found him very admirable like even for like valentine's day where he remember that time that he got like a the house full of like roses, roses and then yeah. he got um what's that sax player well not the sax the guy that plays the steve steve g what's his name kenny g kenny g yeah he got kenny, kenny g, g to, to come up like play for her yeah. like and then the last the last one that he did was i think on that birthday. is that where nigerians got that stuff from probably <laughs> Probably, <laughs> but no, no. Kanye goes. Well, like, Kanye got because Nigerians have been doing that trumpet saxophone thing, saxophone thing with like surprise. It's very, very annoying. Kanye has been going over. It doesn't the top. sound so good sometimes. <laughs> but it looks like okay, Kenny G. But I mean, he got Kenny G. Himself, Kenny G himself, himself. Himself. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's a huge deal. So and then the last one that he did, he he had a, a hologram of Kim K's dad that had died, and got the exact features this voice everything and got him to like got him to like say some like sweet words to her while she was on vacation like just huge displays of love that i just i just personally always found but then again i'm i'm a kanye fan so i guess i'm a little bit yeah i mean there are two ways it could be that kanye is the kind of person kanye is and if that was anybody else it's possible too it's possible kim is the reason why he's doing it we don't know we really don't know Uh, did you ever listen to bound did you ever hear bound i did hear Bound. that that was my jam man that was my jam. Uh, as far as the relationship goes, I'm not really invested in any in, celebrities. In in any celebrities. I can't care less. Yeah, it's the, there's no point being too invested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it happened, because I was I was a huge fan of like their marriage. 
Um, and me and my, me and one of my boys, we always used to go like he he's like a big Jay Z Beyonce fan. Me, I've I've always been team Kim Kim, Kim Ye. Um, but when it happened, I was like, mm, you know, I, you know, it was good while it lasted. Yeah, you know, they lasted for like ten years, four kids. Yeah, they, yeah. they lasted longer. Sure. Longer than a previous a whole one was lot of two days, right? Or yes, was yeah, so yes. So it lasted way longer than that. Yeah, but who um, was it? Blake Griffin? Who was it? It, it wasn't Blake Griffin, Griffin, but he looks like Blake looks Griffin. Yeah, like Griffin. He, 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 he was a basketballer basketball too. Like, looks like Blake Griffin. He look, he looks like Blake Gr- yeah, Griffin like this. Again, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I forgot who it is. But yeah, man, that's that's about. I think that's about everything that I had for today. Um, I think the one thing I wanted to see if we could touch on is the smiling, the smiler and sufferer of, let's just say of the year so far of the first week of 2021. I think it's pretty obvious who the sufferer is. Who would you say the smiler is? Who's the sufferer? Ah, you don't see what's going on with Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't see what's going on with Donald Trump. Oh, we can. We have, if we have time, we can touch on that. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, I just we don't have to go into it, but um, something really crazy happened in the capital. Uh, capital. I totally forgot about that for a capital second. Capital this week uh, on the sixth of January. Uh, a bunch of Trump supporters Revolution stormed thing. the cap Capitol Hill. While they were counting the electoral votes, and it was pretty intense. Not really sure what the idea was. I don't know what. I don't know what they didn't think it through. They were taking selfies. <laughs> they were taking I selfies. I don't. I think it was a very. I think because even if I mean you can't you can't stop the in. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. Yeah. So they will still count it. They were so, still going to count oh, it. Oh, oh, I don't think they thought it through. They didn't think it. Through. I don't think they thought it through. I, I think they thought maybe if we storm it, then they would. Intimidated have a or something. Oh, sorry, they will have a. Yeah, re, they re, didn't um, really think it through. They would revote. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, people will vote again, or they will. Re- I don't know what the thought process was. It's yeah. like there's just nothing that could have happened, or yeah. did you did you want to go steal the the I, actual certificates? Or I, like, I don't know. I have no idea. What was it? So I have no idea. Then they no get idea. there and realize that we didn't think this through, and then it became a free for all. Where they're like, "All right, let's go. Let's take selfies." They were sitting sit down, down on Nancy Pelosi's desk. That guy, they already arrested. He's already in jail now, dude. And then one of them stole her computer. America looked like, crazy. Good, good luck turning on that computer, bro. You're gonna be. America like, looked crazy, and people were going in like, "Wow, guy, this is what America Venezuela was in the other country." <laughs> it was so now, when America decides that they want to go and you know do democracy in the country, how how it's going to take a lot. The I don't images. Think, I don't think for the next ten years. I don't think America can claim to be the free world the images the everybody would now tell you uh now we good there was a lot of damage done it was a lot on of the sixth done. and that is why you know so we also had this last conversation about is it right that twitter mm-hmm. um suspended his account permanently so yes twitter then suspended and first of all so let, let me just talk about it so People started resigning from his cabinet. Yes, a lot, of, a lot of his supporters. Phone call reserve, reserve, a lot of his supporters, supporters started like Biden has cut himself off. I'm mean, sorry, um, what's Mike Pence. Name? Pence has cut himself off from him. Yeah, they. I think they haven't talked they haven't or something. Talked, yeah. Um, and then now Twitter, Facebook, all of them, they completely cut off Instagram. His, everybody took him off his feed. Uh, which was a, sig- sig- a sitting president. He tried to now switch from tweet from the presidency account. They shut it off again. Yo, the, is that what he did? So he they shut off Donald Trump yes, account. Yeah. Then he now tried to tweet from presidency account. They, they kept shut, shutting him, shut him, down. him down again. They now. kept shutting him down, which I thought was unprecedented. 
I, I wasn't I didn't agree with them shutting it down. I don't I don't think that they should have they, they said that they did it because they felt like he was going to inspire more riots. But I feel like if there's gonna be any riots they were gonna happen anyways. You know I, I don't think he's worth they did it. I think they've been wanting to do it for a long time. And probably. I think it's it's such a coincidence that it was on the day where it was finally certified that Mm-hmm. He's not going to be president again. Yeah, that they decided. All right, well, this nigga ain't coming back because they know that they they they, they can't do anything. They can't again do anything. Then. You know, oh, like me. there's no right now. You know, free speech mm-hmm. isn't covered under social media. Isn't bound by free speech. It's not. Um, they're, they're a private they're company. A private company. A lot of laws. But if you did this to Trump mm-hmm. while he was still president. He can, he can find pull, a way. Yeah, he can pull away some of their powers. Pull away some of their powers. Yeah, it's so, called Section Two Thirty. Yeah, it's where so, it's where it's, it's the Section Two Thirty is basically the thing that makes it impossible to sue, to sue social, yeah, media social media companies, companies yeah. for something that might be said against you. Yes. He could have he could have lobbied to remove that section, that protection. Yeah, yeah. So now it would have still had to go through Congress yes, and all that. But, but he now he, had, he doesn't have. It's yeah, he doesn't 50-50. Have, 50, mm-hmm. And then he's no longer president. So they were kind of waiting to be sure that he's yeah. out. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, all right, well, that VIP treatment you've been getting, you have They're no... They're going to pull it. We are pulling it. And it is a private company, so they have is. every right to do Google it. Google took off Parler. Mm-hmm. And Apple is is He's now contemplating, contemplating now, and 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 people too got mad at why is Google doing this? And Google said they've been telling Parler for a long time that mm-hmm. you need to find a way to moderate your content mm-hmm. because a lot of your content is inciting violence, and we need you to moderate it. That's our rules. Now, is that rule but really it, enforced mm-hmm. everywhere? Maybe not. No, but, probably not. But. I give the example of when I was trying to do my betting company back in the days. Google, every time I put the app on, Google took it down and told me, show me a, a, a snippet from their policy. Do you think Google is maybe too powerful? Hold, hold on. They How can me, they, they be the me, one to they decide? Send, that's what I'm so they sent me a snippet of their policy mm-hmm. saying at the time they didn't permit such apps like me. But then I was like, ah, FanDuel and DraftKings are doing the same thing I'm trying to do and they are on your platform. And every time I tried to get an answer from Google, they said no. And from what I found out was FanDuel and DraftKings have had conversations with Google. Mm. And they've had an understanding. They probably just have a bit more. They just have more money. They have more money, exactly. So it's, but you know, the end of the day was, it's it's allowed because Google is a private company. So they can tell you to your face, we don't accept this and let somebody else do it. So... I mean, what, is there any other platform that one can go? Uh, or does Bing, like, so what you're trying to do, can Bing do the same thing? What, what's that? Bing now, the other one, the Microsoft's one is Bing. No, but Google, because of Google Play Store. Oh, sorry, sorry, Google Play Store. Play Store yeah. Okay, so, okay. But oh, sorry. they've okay. now actually changed their policy. Okay, so you Apple, can do it down. Yeah, Apple, Apple was fine, but mm-hmm. Google has now actually changed it. They changed their policy, I think, two years ago, and they're like... Yeah, you know, or three years ago, they're like, yeah, yeah, anybody just, can I, I upload just it now. People have but so much they power, have so much man. power, so they can tell you to your face, no. And you're like, but this guy's doing it. But yeah, you know. So, and that's what it is. Is they've looked at Parler and said, well, unfortunately, you know, because you're right wing mm-hmm. and you're very far right wing, mm-hmm. and it doesn't go with. I mean, they, they let anything fly on Parler. They that's do. The thing. That's the problem. It's like, so it's like Parler is like complete free speech yes they anything. say like people go there they say use n-word anything yes, so and and they, and they let them because we try to be in a very more politically correct mm. uh, world even if you're not on the left side you're still a little more central you're still you're not as like the average person is not 
tries to be more politically correct than possible. Yeah. So you're not as liberal. You might not be the most liberal person, but you're not as you know. Even if you don't say it, nigga, you're gonna not say it in public. Yeah. So yeah. Google is like, yeah, Parler does not care for all that. Parler is like, come on, do what the fuck you want to do here. So yeah. Google says we're gonna take you guys off, and they are able to give you a reason. They don't even need to give you a reason. They don't. They decide to give you a reason, which might be BS. And and Twitter too has given reasons to why Trump is off. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are mad. They're like, well, but unfortunately, this is social media. And, you know, but I, I don't like the rhetoric that people are saying, oh, social media is trying to cause you up to Democrats. Mm-hmm. I believe if anybody is going to regulate social media, it's de- Democrats. They're Over the biggest threat to them. The, so, honestly, I just think... But maybe but maybe that's why they're doing the bidding maybe of Democrats. To, to cause you up to them not to do it. Yeah, because, because they're in, they're in power now. They're in power now. And I can tell you, Democrats are doing... Mike Zuckerberg is going to have so many more meetings with Congress when Democrats yeah. are in office. They're going to call him back to have so many more privacy policy oh, meetings. So, yeah, it's 20, going to be... 2021 is ready up to a rough start. The next four years is going to be interesting. 2021 <laughs> is up to a rough start. Well, I think <laughs> we left 2020 behind. The next four years is going to be interesting. And it's just like 2021 came and... All of a sudden, they are storming the Capitol building. So, who would you say is the smiler of the week? Who, who's winning right now? Who's like in twenty twenty one? Who who would you say is like? I mean, you're you're obviously winning. You look at you oh, giving us baby as boy. As no. uh, winning is, I'll say Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden. They've been able to assert that yes, we are. He did, and and he did win Senate and, and won Senate. the Congress. They won two seats. It's a full Democratic House now. It's, is so it full? It, isn't it tied? In no, a, the Georgia one wasn't well, it? Oh no, no, they, they won both of them, and that made it tied. It made it fifty-fifty, 50/50. but Kamala Harris becomes a tiebreaker. Oh, so it's full. So, so here's the thing now. The, the Democrats don't have any excuse anymore at this point. Do you know that I they feel don't. like I feel like. They're kind of mad because now they're going to have to do the 2000 stimulus check. I, and you know, it's funny because I was actually happy when, when they, they, they won in Georgia because I'm like, now, now they don't have, have any excuse. excuse. None. You have no excuse. None. You know, you know, at one point, Trump was calling for 2000 and then Republicans blocked the 2000. But Trump did not want 2000. But he was calling for it though. Trump is, was being very smart with that statement. Well, but he was calling for he it. He was calling, and, and he knew and, that and he went against the Republicans. Mitch, Mitch and for McConnell, some reason, Mitch McConnell was not going to. Was not going to do it. So he knew it. Well, now they got they got <laughs> they got all the control. They got everything, man. They got all the control, and they don't have any excuses. I'm I'm interested to see the, Bro, the way the next year they goes. They got the House, the Senate, everything, the presidency, everything. <laughs> they got everything. America better be great. They got everything <laughs> for four years. They That's got like, everything. This is pressure, man. They got everything. This is actual pressure. It man. is. It is. And you see, and that was why I felt like if the Republicans won the Senate, Biden will have been able to use them as, as an excuse not to pass some of like the yes. really radical yes. socialist agendas. But, but now it's actually now but you know what is actually ah. good for United States because it's um you're gonna see what the Democratic Party is really and it's gonna accelerate whatever they wanna do and yes. then there's gonna be a balance at there's some point. Balance in, some two point years, in two years yes. Republicans are gonna win something. They're going in two to years. because and also all eyes on Democrats, and there are a lot of things they want to do that might not favor us that they cannot do. Yeah, because you can't hide behind. You can't. Republicans are going to veto. You can't. It. You can't. You can't. Or, you can't so, because you have everything you need right now. Yeah. So we'll see. I wonder what the first thing he's going to tackle is. I think he said uh, there was going to maybe immigration. Who knows? That'll Perhaps the biggest. Um, we'll see. Or the stimulus check. So some of you might be getting two K. Stimulus check. Well, fourteen hundred <laughs> since they already gave six hundred. Yeah, they gave six hundred. Um. 
I don't know. We'll see, man. Should be an interesting year. But I think that's all we had for for today, man. Wow. Um, as usual, man, guys, don't forget, follow us on Facebook. Uh, search for us, Smiling Sufferer. We're on Instagram, Smiling underscore Sufferer. And we're on Twitter, at Smiling Pod. Please follow us. Uh, also, we're on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit that ping button on the corner over there. See that? That ping button? Yeah. Um, and hit us up, man. Um, I'm also, I also happen to be on uh, Instagram, too. My personal page is at Courageous. Uh, my Twitter page is also Courageous. K-O-R-E-G-E-O-U-S. Um, and, yeah, man. Uh, it's nice to be back, 2021. Um, Wally, any last words? Nah, closing song is, um, what's a song called? Wind That Thing. And... By Nappy and uh, Bella Schmurder. All right, check and this. And there was a video of Bella Schmurder performing. Drunk, Abby. Drunk. Yeah, but he, he found my hand. Uh, Bella Schmurder, I think I hear this. Uh, it's too early. It's never, even, there's even never a right come time on, to man. do it. Come but, on, man. But if there was in. a more wrong time, is now. Jeez. So, God, Can you your, make some money for us? Get your head in the game, bros. Don't be stupid, bro. All right.
Tu mets où la bonne fois la bonne ou la laisse à chaleur Je suis la plus forte